Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Claudia's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. I had just moved to a new city and barely even knew where the grocery store was yet. When my car wouldn't start one morning, I didn't know who to ask about local shops. But I remembered a name from back home, O'Reilly Auto Parts. I called and they pointed me to a great mechanic just down the street. Now I feel a little more at home. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. What's broken down? I'm body punching. I was in the body punch and I heard him actually he was crying in there. You're saying that big was crying when you hit him? Yes. When when did that happen? And perhaps the fourth round on. Boxingboys.com. So you knew you had him by that time. Absolutely, but I knew he was tough and taking those punches. All deep in your free production. Making women gestures like, oh, oh, oh. Let's go, champ. I'm a team like he's a C plus fighter. I'm a dominate, I'm a dog fighter. I'm talking about punishment. We're gonna punish you for 12 rounds. Either the referee says you had enough, or you can say you had enough, or you can stay your ass there all night until you ain't had enough. Hey, I feel I'm the best in the sport, and to be the best, you got to beat the best. And all I did was beat opponents. I worked my way from the bottom to the top. I won a title by beating top competition and top fighters. This guy with hands was a paper champion. Do you feel that you're the best super middleweight right now? 100%. Let's go, champ. He can bring the pressure. He can box. I'm a true champion. I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my work to this. I'm going to crush him. He's a C-plus fighter. I'm an A-plus fighter. Come Saturday night next week, all the fans tune in because I'm a dominant. This guy is flat for these swing ball. I'm not worried about who his trainer is because his trainer can't get in there and fight for Ladies and gentlemen, how's it going? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs. Back off that TBV roll work, man. We put it in. Uh...
Yes, now we're back. Yo, it's, it's all the smoke, man. I needed this ozone dust to clear the contacts on my mixers. Blocking the mic, champ. Here we go. So, uh, yeah, man, back from TBV Rover. And, uh, you know. Wait, they're saying no sound? Let me double check here what we got to do. What we, oh, no, you definitely should hear me now. Because I see it, like, moving. Let me wait for the chat to catch up as there's a bit of a few-second delay. Make sure they're hearing me clearly. And uh, we're here to talk about Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury, versus Deontay, the Bronze Bomber Wilder press conference. And uh, we're going to review it. We're going to review it. We're going to... Talk about everything it is that we saw and uh, how we feel about it. And we might have some spontaneous guests pop on and just talk boxing with us. Um, but I think that everyone is um, most, I think everybody's pretty much disappointed. You know, uh, we, we thought we would get more fireworks than this, especially from two men that, um, you know, we felt were genuinely... disliked each other i mean it just it didn't play off that well um they i feel like they could have definitely given us a little bit more uh wilder definitely could have given us more uh especially to promote this fight he said nothing he wore headphones and uh he ignored christina pancha um it was it was mostly malik scott talking and uh everyone else you know obviously uh Bob Arum had no, you know, he had no, uh, no chill. He had no chill. You know, he came for uh, Deontay Wilder. And, uh, yeah, I got those quotes, man. Uh, we're going to review the whole thing. We'll, we'll, we'll get straight into Tyson Fury, who says, It was a crazy roller coaster towards this fight. I always say, you're never fighting someone until you're in the ring opposite them. It wasn't hard for me to adjust to fighting Deontay Wilder again. It's what I'm paid to do. I'm just always training and staying motivated. I'm happy to be living and here right now. I look forward to today. That's how I manage everything. I'm living in the moment type of person. I hope Deontay brings something different for this fight. He needs to. If we're if we're facing facts, I hope he brings a challenge. Hopefully, Malik Scott can bring the best out of Deontay Wilder. The beating from the last fight has had a physical and mental emotional effect on his life. I was worried about him after the way I beat him. Deontay is a one-trick pony. He's got a one-punch knockout power. I'm going to run him over like I'm an 18-wheeler. I guarantee he doesn't go past where he did in the second fight. I'm looking for a big knockout straight away. He said all this stuff about bloodshed last time, and we all know what happened last time. I'm going to keep it short and sweet today. And Deontay Wilder, well, Deontay Wilder, uh, he had this to say. I'd like to thank my... Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, 
I'd like to thank my amazing team, and I'd like to thank my strong legal team as well. Look, enough said. Time to cut off his head. And come July the 24th, there will be bloodshed. Get your tickets now. I'll see you soon. Bomb squad! Even though he ain't ended with the bomb squad, we added the twist to that. Um, but he had a little, little bit more to say, right? He says, uh, a lot of things are going to be different in this fight. On July 24th, the world is going to see. We're going to reveal everything we've been working on. I didn't feel any way about Fury trying to negotiate another fight. We knew we were in the right and we knew they couldn't run. Silence is golden. I've been happy and even happier in my time off. I've had time to spend with my family and now I'm rejuvenated. I'm ready to go. I've been training nonstop during the pandemic and I've been building. All this time between fights is going to be good for me and bad for him. I've, I have had nothing but time to progress. Whatever he does on July 24th, we will have an answer for it. I'm training very hard, and my mindset is very violent. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> well, we knew he was focused, and those words indicate that. And then we have the trainer of Tyson Fury who has a small, uh, you know, bit to say. Sugar Hill Stewart, Fury's trainer, and I quote, the amount of time me and Tyson have had together since joining forces has changed hasn't changed anything our chemistry has always been there the only thing is that over that time he has now has the power to knock a man out with one punch i'm glad he's added that kind of power to go with his boxing skill and iq he now has the one punch knockout power he just needs to land that one punch i mean he's tripping when did fury knock anybody out with one punch i mean he's definitely selling this fight i hear you champ We got Malik Scott Wilder's trainer who says, Deontay and I have always had chemistry and a brotherhood between us. Before we talked about moving forward with me as his trainer, I wanted to make sure we had the same chemistry as trainer and fighter that we had as our brotherhood. I, our chemistry as fighter and trainer by far, by far passes it. I'm impressed with how he's adapted. I believe that a fighter like Deontay, who has naturally raw power combined with my technical sound background, we just match well together. I believe that with a fighter, excuse me, I believe Deontay has made the mental adjustments. All I need was a receptive athlete. He's already made the adjustments to do whatever I need him to do in that ring. I only see this fight going one way. If you just let Fury do what he wants, he'll do way more than what you want. I have no doubt that Deontay will become the two-time heavyweight champion of the world and it will come by knockout. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I'm ready! Now, don't forget that this undercard is jam-packed. You got Adam Kovnaki taking on the rematch with Robert Hellenius. You got uh, F.A. Ajagba. 
doing a cross promotion with PBC and Canelo Promotions, and they're putting on Frank Sanchez versus a jog. But then you got the return of the bi- the real big baby, Jared Anderson. Uh, and he's going to be taking on somebody. But, you know, he's still in development. Funny, I went to see Michael Coffey, and he had got the call to be on this undercard. And um, he was excited. But then when he seen that the card was announced and his name wasn't there, and, and it was just Jared, he knew he wasn't getting Jared, so he knew he wasn't on that card. That being said, he said he would love to fight Jared, you know? Shout out to him. He's willing to take on all these dudes early, you know, not saying, oh, that's a bigger fight down the line. He's trying to take them out now. No time to waste. Shout out to him, man. Uh, hopefully you guys have uh, been checking out my interviews. I, I, I'm putting them up. I'm getting some help from the community. Um, shout out to my two guys. They helping me. And, uh, you know, um, once I learn how to properly address their names, I know one definitely is Canna. Y'all know him for a minute, and he's giving it a whack. And I got my man in the Netherlands, Mark. He giving it a whack. And maybe we can, we can, uh, you know, maybe, maybe if we build our own TBV team, then, then maybe we could keep our interviews right here. But you know, I'm still uh, uploading uh, to to fight hype as well. Just to, I mean, look, look at the difference, right? Um, since we're talking Wilder Fury, I spoke to and Andre Durrell, and and you know, he admitted. That he was the one. It wasn't his brother. It was him who, you know, convinced. He believes he convinced Breland to throw in the towel. And, um, you know, I'd done that interview with him. And, uh, you know, Fight Hype just posted it five hours ago. And I think, uh, let me see what time Canna posted our version of it. Just so you can see the difference. It's just like night and day, right? So he posted ours. Oh, man, I might have to... I might have to, like, actually click the shit. So, let me see here. Um, It looks like it doesn't tell me, as I am the owner of the channel, how long it was. That's such bullshit. But anyway, the point is, if I have got, like, 16,000, and we got 1,000. But... At least we released it to you guys and, you know, our community gets to, you know, conversate. And check out the difference in comments, right? We got 33. They got 333. Uh, a lot of traction over there, man. So, um, again, for anybody that's confused, we're doing it so that we can get a little more exposure. Get a little more people to come to the podcast because ultimately that's what we love doing we love talking boxing you guys love calling in giving your opinion and 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 we're trying to attract new characters uh to the platform we're also trying to get to 130,000 subscribers right now we're at 126,800 we need your help to at least get to 127,000 and and just keep trucking you know uh we're just you know putting the blinders on and we're working you know we went to see Andre Durrell. We went to see Kyron Shut It Down Davis. We went to see heavyweight Michael Hunter. We bumped into Ivana Hasban. No, Habazan. Habazan. Um, you know, we seen Kevin Cunningham. We seen Erickson Lubin. We seen uh, Leon Lawson III, who's going to be taking on Nathan Gallimore. Put your money on Lawson. Big money. Let's go see what my bookie got. Uh, my bookie dot. Uh, what is it? My bookie dot 
AG. Let's see if they got some Leon Lawson for us versus Gallimore. Actually, damn, that's happening on the undercard of Jason Rosario and Lubin, so might not be available just yet. But if anybody could get those odds, hit me up right now, for real. I believe, I believe if we can get some odds, that's the that's the money maker. Leon, bro, dude, six five, legit six five. I I I I stood next to him. Thank you, Ronald. Appreciate the uh, words of inspiration. Remember, anybody gonna make a a, a bet on mybookie.ag? Use TBV's uh, code is BETTBV. Yeah, he do intrigue. Yeah, he do. I seen um, my man Fred Barbershops was interviewing him. I told Fred, man, you should have asked him why he cut us off. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, truth be told, I've done nothing. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, uh, keeping it moving. What else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, so 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 we got a lot of interviews done. We did a lot of road work, and, it, and it's fun, man. I, I missed it. Uh, I love being out there. And, you know... The fighters love it, man. Like, like Ivana had no clue I knew who she was. You know what I mean? And that, and that's the beauty. Um, uh, you know, that's the beauty, man. You know, uh, these people, they're doing this work, all this work to, 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 to be a pro and to, to become a world champion. And then, uh, you know, it goes unnoticed sometimes. So, you know, uh, bumping into her, you know, she's been out of the ring since she fought um, Clarissa Shields. Um, and she speaks phenomenal English, man. He, he speaks, she speaks phenomenal English, man. And um, I was just shocked, bro. She gave me her thoughts on so many different fights uh her prediction her her boxing iq as a fan is so high um you know hopefully fight hype puts it up i'm i got them all uploaded on our channel and uh slowly i will uh release them i don't want to bombard the channel with ivana hazaban uh interviews and then um you know they go unseen uh, but her, Canna, shout out to you. Okay, so you posted it nine hours ago. It's funny, Canna. I think you caused, your your action caused a direct reaction, right? So I was asleep. I was asleep when you posted it. You know, I'm an old head. So you obviously posted it, and Ben must have called me twice, but I was passed out. He must have seen you post it like, damn, you should have let me post it first. Maybe he was going to say uh, but I was already knocked out. And, uh, you know, he slept on that. I sent him that shit like two days ago, bro. I ain't even sent him the shit I did yesterday because I want to see what's going to happen with the... Uh, I sent him like... Bro, I got like a hundred interviews. I was trying to... I was trying to have every fucking video say uh, the boxing voice on fire. So I, I'm waiting to see what happens with the other ones I sent. But I got some fire Mike Polite coffee to come out. And... Um, I'm trying to get with Tyrone Woodley, man. Uh, I know this is a boxing community, but geez, Louise, that dude is a hit maker. You know what I'm saying? And I know where he's training at. I'm trying to get up in that gym and uh, see what's what. Crazy, man. Crazy. Tiafimo card gets canceled um, by COVID. I don't believe it. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't believe it. I believe it's a, a, 
it's some bullshit. <laughs> I believe it's some bullshit. Um, I wonder, does the fight even happen now? Now, I know people going to think I'm crazy because this is Tio's highest payday, and, and maybe it does happen, but Tio just fixed his relationship with top rank. I don't know what that means, man. All I know is he fixed the relationship, and all of a sudden, broop, the fight is off. Hmm. Hmm. That's a little fishy to me. I don't give a fuck what no one tell me. Until I see the fight, I don't know. Fishy. Fishy to me. Fishy to me. You feel me? That being said, um, yeah, let's see. Let's see. It's just weird. This is the second pushback. Like, do you even do this fight? Like, obviously, there's no momentum. The ticket prices went down two times. Like, I don't know. This is this is weird to me. I think this is all strategic. They try, they're probably trying to save them from failing. Um, and again, I'm just, I'm just uh, throwing it out there. That's just my conspiracy. Trying to get Melissa Odessa on. Uh, she has a title fight this weekend uh, versus a common opponent with uh, Shelly Vincent, Michaela Mayer, you know, Cindy Serrano, Amanda Serrano. Uh, just about everybody has faced um, Calista Silgado, and uh, they're going to fight. For the IBO, shout out to Ed Levine and the IBO, giving uh, these women an opportunity. I wish he'd make a vacant title fight for my girl, Shadeja Green, who's been number one forever and a day. Just saying. You know, go ahead and mandate that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, in the meantime, they did uh, mandate this fight with Selgado and uh, Melissa Odessa. And uh, it's Saturday in Miami at the Double Tree, and uh, you know I want to get her on if she has time, but she hasn't answered my messages. I thought I was gonna get her for nine thirty because uh, yeah, title fight, man. She's got what four fights. This is the beauty of women's boxing, bro. If you got it, you jump in the the the, the to the top. She's four and zero. She just beat um, a current world champion in her last fight, but. Um, the sanctioning bodies did not want to approve Odessa as a 3-0 fighter for that title shot. So uh, she ended up fighting the same champion with, f for no belt on the line to get the ranking to now come back and fight for a lesser belt. No disrespect to Ed Levine in the IBO, but the other belt, I believe, was in a WBO or something, which is a little more recognized. So, uh, KD Boxing, what do you mean get the platform popping? Which platform? I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost. Uh, now, uh, her opponent, Calista, is uh, from Santiago de Tulu, Colombia. So, you know, these Colombian people usually are punchers, but her ratio doesn't really indicate that. She's got a 41% knockout ratio, but she also has, I mean, almost what? About almost, almost 40 fights, you know? like 34 fights, something like that. So she's got way more experience than Melissa, uh, especially in the pro ranks. And uh, I'm excited to talk to her and see how that's going to work. Um, 
Yeah. Let me uh, see here. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm I'm struggling here. You know I'm solo dolo skull face without Manolo trying to mix it up. Trying to mix it up. Let me bring on my man. I mean, he's at work, but he's a Vel. What's up, champ? Morning. Yo, can I jump right into something that's some great coverage you made for Fight Height, that Darrell interview? Can I jump into that, bro? Go for it, man. We talking Wilder Fury. Why not? Darrell definitely had a lot to say. Listen, that interview, one thing I want to unpack in that interview he said something that was, to me, it rings true for the spirit of boxing. He said Floyd created this, this, this undefeated thing and that all great fighters are subject to a loss. And you want to know why that's a fact? Because the best have to fight the best. So he said when he saw you know, uh, 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 Wilder in there and he saw what was happening, he thought about, yo, you live to fight it. Yo, didn't Mr. Jones say that to Craig in Friday? Didn't he tell Craig that he said, yo, don't come out with the banger. Fight him like a man. Win or lose, you'll live to fight another day. So I just want to emphasize, the way I come across when it comes to boxing, I'm of that ilk. I'm of that nature. The best got to fight the best, win or lose. So this manufactured, undefeated thing that Floyd created, it's really a thorn in my side. But it's good to have Terrell speak out because it's so much. I mean, I'm speaking to casuals yesterday about, um, the, uh, the, the face-off, man. Yo, casuals is on this thing, and they're not telling me nothing good about Wilder. I'm not. I'm not just coming on here front and saying that. I got casuals telling me that they don't like him coming in there with headphones. That that's a sign that you know he's not. You know, some yeah, other things, man, people people saying that. that, that fight hype, bro. Yo, people saying that that's that's a sign showing that 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 Fury's already got to him, and he's trying to block Fury out. I mean, you know, it just reminds me of the basketball players. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, on, on one hand, I'm like, yo, he's just coming in. Maybe he was listening to something. You know, maybe he was listening to the James Brown, the big payback. You know, maybe he was in his groove. I, I, I don't they know. They definitely how to judge was it, listening to that. I heard them playing the big payback for some yeah. of the training footage. So maybe he's got it, you know, on repeat. You know, every good G got the theme music, man. So I'm, I'm trying to be objective, man. I don't want to read too much into it. But, um, yo, Fury seemed pretty relaxed. He seemed very calm. You know? Bruh, Fury beyond relaxed. My man came out there with no shirt on, knowing he got fucking pregnant woman, you know, recovering pregnant women love handles. My man still came out there, no shirt. Like, what's good? His confidence is an all-time level. Let's he was just, looking like Madonna. Let's just talk about these ticket prices. How is section 205 $864? You know what I'm saying? A little crazy to me. But, uh, I mean, let me give you a... Let me get right back to you. I got my first guest. Melissa, can you turn the phone sideways so it doesn't blur you out? There you go. Let me uh, put you on camera here. How are you? How you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. I missed my flight, so waiting for the next one. <laughs> oh, so you're going to wait for another one or not going to drive in? 
Um, as of right now, I'm looking at a flight. We'll see. I'm chilling. My weight's good. Weigh-ins are until Friday. I'm not stressing. Cool, cool. I was actually talking to my lady about that yesterday. I said, wow, uh, you're doing pretty well. 4-0, and oh, and they're not making you drive from Tampa to Miami. They're flying you out. That's actually a blessing because uh, I, I, I've driven those three three hours, two and a half hours uh, a couple of times, and uh, it's not easy. But obviously what you're doing Saturday is also uh, not easy. At 4-0, oh, you're going to be going for your first world title shot which should have been your second so before we get into saturday can we talk about why uh you're four and oh and why your last opponent why that fight wasn't for a world title well according to so maria roman is the current bantamweight ibf champion and she had accepted the fight against me at the beginning of camp um for this past february fight but the IBF came back and told her that she could not fight me because I didn't meet the prerequisite in order to fight for that title. But they even went as far to tell her that if she fought me at all, that they would strip her of her belt. This is why her camp told us. So she pulled from the fight. Well, she had a full training camp and then came back and said, um, fight week. Hey, I'll fight you. I wasn't going to turn that down. So I literally accepted the fight Tuesday and for her Saturday, but for no belt. She had originally agreed to the regional. If I was a world champion, I wouldn't have agreed to fight for a regional title either, but she could have just said so, so that the WBO could have been aware of it and we wouldn't have paid the fees and had them come out with the belt, but we fought it out and I won a majority decision and hopefully We'll be matching up again, so this time I could take her belt at bantamweight because we fought um at light featherweight, super bantamweight. But that fight was able to get you the qualifications necessary to to take a title shot with any other sanctioning body. Is that at least the silver lining in your last fight? Yes, because now this fight will be my fifth fight, and you have to have five fights with two of them being eight rounders. So. The IBO approved me to fight my fifth fight for their title, which I feel very fortunate that, you know, they want me to represent their belt. So that's pretty cool. For sure. So now uh, this is only going to be your first 10 rounder and your last fight was your first eight rounder. Like you're 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 like trying to fly through the rankings. You did one four rounder, one six rounder. I mean, I. Your, your third fight was obviously a six round, but it only went one round. So um, do, are you fearful that you're moving too fast? Not at all. Um, I'm in a different position than many women. I'm 34. I've been doing this over 20 years. I have maybe a good at least three years, no more than five years left. But I don't see myself boxing that long. So I want to be able to grab these belts take the hardware that I know I can because I have the experience. Even though it was only four rounders in my sparring, I'm able to go all those rounds and it doesn't take long to adjust and acclimate to doing more rounds. My cardio's there, my conditioning's there. So I'm actually excited to go these longer rounds. I don't think many of my fights are gonna go the full 10 rounds anyway. Well, that's good to hear for, 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 for the men listening, obviously, you know, uh... We like knockouts, and I think that's the knock on women's boxing, that, 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 that there isn't 
enough knockouts or not enough time to allow you as the female to get the knockout because of these two minute rounds but you at least are at a 50 percent knockout ratio four fights two knockouts um talk to us at, uh, about calista silgado from colombia who's a common opponent with a lot of uh, big names in women's boxing. You know, uh, Amanda Serrano, Cindy Serrano, and even Michaela Mayer have already faced her. Um, have you, did you know that? Did you watch tape? What do you think of your opponent Saturday night? I watched the highlights um, of her last fight, and that was enough <laughs> for me to know what I need to do. She's not competition for me but she's a great opponent to showcase my skills because she's gone against world champions and she's shown how durable she is. She's fought them last minute and look what she was able to do. So it's gonna make me have to stay on point and stay sharp and I can't underestimate her because you never know what she's gonna come out with. She knows how to put power behind her punches. She knows how to punch. She knows how to throw combinations. So she's a solid fighter. And I'm excited to showcase my skills and that I am on the world champion level. So in your last fight, do you feel something went wrong? Um, what what would you grade that performance, actually? What would you grade your last performance uh, versus uh, Roman? Probably like a five or six. Out of a ten or? Out of a ten, yes. Five or six. Why? Why five or six? Give me well, a letter grade. Nobody does numbers, but I need a letter grade. A through F, like like elementary. A through F. Yeah, like elementary. Okay, um, a C. Okay, okay. A C, C plus. C, <laughs> C plus. Now, a C plus. Uh, why do you think it was a C plus? I would have to say that because I know what I'm able to do when I have a full camp. I was dealing with inclement weather in both states that I traveled to. Mm -hmm. I was dealing with an injury. And I went out there and I still fought, not being able to sit down on my punches. I was still able to do what needed to be done to get the win. But now I have no injuries. My cardio is there. I had a full training camp. I have no excuses. So my performance is going to show what I'm able to do when I'm in tip-top shape. So you sure your cardio is better for this fight than the last fight? I did, no lie, I probably did like two cardio sessions my last camp because it was chaotic. There were a lot of things out of our control that was happening. Um, I was stuck in the house for two weeks because of the weather, both in Texas and New York. And with COVID, things were hard because so many gyms were closed and we had to find where to train. There was just so many things. This camp, I've been able to focus. I've been able to do what I need to do. I started training with head trainer Kenny Johnson. And the way we click and the type of fighter he brings out in me, man, this fight, you're going to see the difference. For sure. Because I was live at your last fight, and I didn't like that you took so many shots. Like, I felt like whenever you did get on the jab and double it in circle, she couldn't compete with you. Like, you gave her the fight she wanted by banging. And obviously, I, I didn't yeah. want to see you get hit. So, I'm, um, <laughs> and Calista, you know, Salgado, she's been around the block. You know, she's got a ton of professional experience. So, I feel like the tank is going to have to be there to, to, to get the job done in, in, 
in in emphatic fashion because that's what you need, you know, to to make a statement amongst these women uh, in and around your division. Uh, is that what you're looking for? Do you want to make a statement or, or are you of the belief like many of the old timers who just say a win is a win is a win? No, I'm making a statement. I couldn't sit down on my punches my last fight due to injury. And as I said before, I have no excuses now. She's getting me at my fittest, at my best. So when I go in there, I'm looking to make a statement and show I'm my caliber, the type of athlete I am. I'm a world champion. The way I fight, I'm a world champion. I'm, I feel she shouldn't even be in the ring with me. I want to go against up and comings, other world champions. But now I have to fight her because Rosalina the Duck found the way out of the fight. So now I have to make her pay. And I have to show why I shouldn't be in the ring with fighters like her who have so many losses. Even though she's been able to go the distance with fighters who are good fighters, that's not the type of fights I'm looking for. Now, she, she seems to be the naturally heavier person. Is that something that you're, I guess, concerned about? And she's fought heavier people. Um, or do you think that doesn't matter? Weight doesn't matter? Because before you answer, post Mayweather Logan Paul, all of a sudden weight matters. When he went into that fight, we expected him to knock out this guy that's never boxed. Then he gets in the fight and everyone sees how big Logan is. And it's like, oh, he was fighting a heavyweight. So I didn't expect the knockout. So, you know, weight does matter in certain, I guess, debates. And, you know, it does. But that's the thing. Mayweather is a businessman. He knows how to talk the talk and he knows how to hype people up. Me, I just tell it like it is. I'm a prize fighter. I'm a competitor. And this is what I do. I don't think her weight's going to be an issue because I've been sparring people who weigh up to 145 pounds and I've been able to hold my own so it's not a concern of mine. I'm well aware she's going to come in heavy because I know she's going to be cutting a lot of weight so she'll probably be a super featherweight when we're in there. She'll be at least 130 when we're fighting. I'm not worried about it. I'm going to hold my own. For sure. For sure. So uh now you're way, you missed your flight. You're supposed to be in Miami <laughs> at five in the morning. Uh, when's the next flight? Um, well, my team's taking care of that. So I'm just standing by. I'm just chilling. All right. So um, I know that you take to your Instagram a lot and uh, vent. Uh, I, I seen you kind of say something a few days ago. You might as well take the, the opportunity to be on a platform and, and, and address uh, anything, you know, uh, in terms of your opponent. I know you had an issue with Rosalinda. Let, let everybody know her last name so we know exactly who you're oh. talking about and, 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 and your reasons as to why you feel the fight didn't happen. And uh, is that fight still a possibility in the future or is this a situation where, you know... Um, you snooze, you lose. I would like it to be a situation where you snooze, you lose, but we are under contract to fight. I am her mandatory to have to fight next because my team provided her with a tune-up fight um, so that she would fight me since she had a little bit of time off, which I felt was fair enough. I would want a tune-up fight also. So she got that. Immediately after the tune-up fight, we get a doctor's note with 
whatever the case is, whether she can't sleep, broken fingernail, but she basically said she's been sick for weeks. I can't fight. So she had to pull out the fight. She can't fight no longer. I post I have a new opponent and I see on social media that she starts posting that same day that she's been training. Well, I thought you were sick. How have you been training this whole time if you were so sick? So I believe in my opinion, she knew that she needed more time to be ready for me and she found a way to make that happen. I have no interest in fighting her at this point. Saturday, I become a world champion. Once I'm a world champion, you better have something for me. If you don't have hardware, I'm not interested. So she can go kick rocks for all I care. But if my team tells me I have to fight her, there's a vacant belt where we would match up, then I'm just going to punish her. And I'm going to punish her bad. So it's in her best interest to look at this as a blessing and just not step in the ring with me. So... uh we were just talking about weight, and I'm going through your Instagram. June 5th, you posted, the day I learned why weight classes were established. But seriously, shout out to Melody. Uh, what size? Uh, she's huge. Who is this a girl, or is that a man? And what weight? Okay, she's definitely a girl. Okay, because I, I went to the next picture. So what weight class is she in? Uh, how was that work you got in there with, with such a tall person? And how do you think that's going to benefit you? Is that for this fight or is that for a possible McKellar Mayor fight? Well, the situation with that, to be fair, is COVID was happening. There weren't a lot of people available. She was just getting back in shape, wanting to box, wanting to turn, um, to turn pro because she is ranked in the amateurs so i told her hey that's fine we can move around as long as you don't try to neck knock my head off because you are really big but i love the experience because if i do fight someone taller i now understand what i need to do to get on the inside and i actually do very well against taller opponents so i enjoyed it she didn't take it too far we got some good work in and I doubt I would be able to spar her now that she's in full shape and ready to fight as a pro. But at the time, it just worked for where she was and where I was. Okay, okay. Um, so, Friday's the weigh-in, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. Are you expecting a fiery face-off or are you and Salgado on good terms? I have nothing against her other than this wasn't the fight i wanted but it's still a good matchup so may our hard work pay off and show who's the best and i don't have really anything to say to her just looking to weigh in let her know that saturday night is my night not hers and we'll see what happens you know i'm still screen sharing your instagram here i want our uh live viewing audience uh, to, to go ahead and follow you at Melissa Odessa. Uh, but I'm showing this video of you drinking water with the braids. You know you look so much like uh, Costa Rican Hannah Gabriel's with these braids. Has anyone else said that or no? No, but that's a compliment. She's a very beautiful no, she's woman. she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's so gorgeous. thank you. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to, what is it, Brian Vasquez, I think is his name. Hawaiian Punch is her husband. 
so I'm gonna make a screen uh like a side by side. This is crazy. I'm gonna have to send me this picture of you with these braids. I'm gonna find one because she's got dreads. We you know I'm a woman, so we gotta be specific. Is it my passion twist, my braids, or my dreads? <laughs> oh god, this is May 31st. It was on my birthday, so shout out to that. And you was in oh. Signature Punch Gym. I love that gym with that huge helicopter ceiling fan. Oh my Dread. god. Yes, it was my sloth locks. And I love it because I felt so Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are Caribbean, aren't you Puerto Rican? Yeah, Afro-Latina oh. okay. from New York. My mom's from Arecibo, Puerto Rico. We got to yeah. get you, uh, you know, you got to make a statement so that Rosie Perez can, 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 can get a whiff of you. I think that <laughs> um, you and her need to link up. You sound so much like her. You're from New York City. She loves boxing. It would just be a great PR move for sure. Like, oh, yeah, this is my long lost sister. You know, they always say there's a double of you somewhere out there. And at least, you know, I'm not saying you look like her, even though you can look like her at some times. <laughs> uh, but you definitely sound alike. Um, but I want to thank you, obviously, for coming on the show and talking a little boxing with us, letting our community know you're going to be fighting for a world title. Anyone in Miami area, this is fighting, uh, fight is happening in the Doubletree uh, Hotel. And uh, where can they get tickets or any phone number they need to call? Do you have any of that information? Yeah, you can go to SignaturePunchTickets.com or SignaturePunch, I believe, um, .tv. So whether you want to buy a ticket and come view it or stream it, it's going to be a live pay-per-view. You'll be able to purchase that. All right. Well, thank you again, Melissa Odessa. Follow her on Melissa Odessa on all forms of social media. And uh, don't forget Saturday night. Is there any way to buy this like live stream? Are they a signature live stream in it? Yes, it's going to be a live pay-per-view. So signaturepunch.tv, I believe is where you'll be able to purchase it. But I will post all the information on my Instagram so whether you want to buy tickets to attend or purchase the pay-per-view, you'll be able to click on the link and go straight to it. Um, oh, my God. I had another question here. It slipped my mind. All right. <laughs> Melissa, thank you again for coming on the show. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks for having me. Anytime. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Melissa Odessa Parker. She fights Saturday. Don't forget to follow her, right? there on instagram at melissa odessa um yeah we gotta get we gotta get uh rosie to, to to know who this woman is look how much how similar they look right uh, i'm still screen sharing a video of her doing uh sprints up a sandy hill whoa um so she definitely put it in and, and physically she looks better in better shape you know you can see i just showed her laying on the beach six pack is definitely in full effect so uh hopefully she's in tip-top shape because i know me and my girl went to see her last fight or not her last was it her last fight? i think it was the last fight she won it and she was a dog but i did not want her to take that, that many shots you know what i'm saying that was like a a, a bang you know i don't want to be in it i don't want you to bang i want you to win um floyd mayweather style you know what i'm saying uh but that being said um, I forgot to even talk to her about, damn it, that's what it was supposed to be. I was supposed to talk to her about the Wilder Fury. Maybe, I mean, she's, she's so busy right now. It's her own fight week. Maybe she ain't even see the press conference and, and, and what's going on. But we will open up these phone lines. We're going out to Connecticut. 
Coach Myers, what is going on, brother? Good morning. Are you available? Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Coach Myers! To this day! To this day! What up, champ? To this day! Ain't nothing. <laughs> Ain't no Patreon questions for her, man. Ask some oh, questions for her, man. Spontaneous, man. Because remember, uh, I was supposed to be at Fight Week today, but the fight got canceled with Tio, so I, I, I oh, he okay. wasn't even having a show. It's all spontaneous. Okay. So, so when we get into all the interviews, the Hunter and all of that, when you dropping all of that? I got uh, most of it uploaded, but none of the Hunter right now. I mean... You know, like I said, I got two people that are helping me right now, and hopefully they get it up before Fight Hype or Fight Hype gets it up. It's, you know, that that's why I stopped doing interviews, because the uploading. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, look, I spent six hours on the road to go see Mike, three hours with Mike. That's nine hours. Then I got to come spend another nine uploading? Fuck that. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> But um, real quick, what do you think about the press conference? I mean... Are you more. going to that? Are you going down there to that fight, or I was gonna go to the press conference, bro? But they, you know, they do us dirty in boxing. You understand? Like they gave <laughs> us, they literally gave us twenty four hours to make it to the press conference. I can't afford a, a, a next day flight. But you know, if they start giving us time, I'm I'm looking to do more than the than, than go to the fight, Coach Myers. First of all, the ticket prices are not for us. I'm gonna upload it right now and show y'all. But I'm looking to do my own event. I'm looking to do a, a watch party and an appreciation night. Um, and and, and we going whoa, somebody with the fire hydrant. We going we going to invite some fighters and we going we going to mix it up, man. We ain't got that much time, but I think we going to get it done. Um, I know we haven't had an appreciation night since 2017. Keith one time Thurman versus Danny Swift Garcia. And uh, we had 120 people in attendance. Mauricio Suleiman came. Uh, Deontay Wilder did a, a, a live FaceTime via, uh, you know, projection projector on the wall. And, uh, you know, we had DJ Hollywood from the Heavy Hitters in Hot 9-7. Um, we had uh, Earl Newman, Hank Lundy. I mean, I don't even know. So many people I'm missing. I mean, was in the building uh, Info Joe was in the building. Uh, Mitty from the UK was in the building. I mean, just so many people. Uh, Andre Dakota was there. So uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. And, you know, 2017 is a long time ago. You know, our connections are stronger. I want to see who's going to show up. I want to see how many fighters we get this time it, since four years have passed. Plus, if we can do it uh, in Vegas for the Wilder fight, you know, there'll be a lot of people already in attendance, and I think we can probably have a very good event. And then um, if we don't do it the same day, right, because the way I look at it, if we do it Saturday, it's going to be very difficult for us to invite fighters because any fighter that's flying to Vegas more than likely is going to the fight. But if we did it Friday, then those fighters that we invite to the to the party, they would be able to make it after the weigh-in and stuff. Come chill with us. You know what I'm saying? And then we can do a watch party Saturday for the people that aren't going to the fight. Because 
I still haven't uploaded it, but the ticket prices are ridiculous. This is this doesn't even make sense. And this is what I'm saying. This is what Floyd used to do. And I get it. You know, they made 17, 18 million off the last fight. So it's like, yo, we got to do that again. But this is why they got to put us in a stadium. Make your fucking 17, 18 million off the other seats and give us the bowl, man. Give us the stadium seats. You know, put us up there. But like, don't put us in a stadium in nosebleeds. They got dudes in the 200 sections for $800. They disrespectful, man. Honestly, they they disrespectful, man. Boxing, they don't give a fuck about us. And, and you know, I'm at the point where I'm about to stop caring about them because, uh, you know, you got to treat them with the same energy they treating you. It's just the truth, man. I mean, look at these prices. Who the fuck? Like, who's supposed to go to this shit? $1,200, $1,000, dollars $864? And this is 200 sections, man. 200, look, the blue. They just disrespecting boxing fans, man. Fuck them. I'm serious. You know, um, it's, it's time we put our foot down, man. How the fuck they gonna charge that price for the bowl, the top, the, the nosebleeds, dog? Man, fuck them. For real. Um, this is not how you treat your consumers, man. You know what I'm saying? This is the only sport that disrespects its consumers. I mean, this is what I'm telling you. Look, you had 24-hour notice that, the, that, 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 that there was a press conference. Who the fuck does that? You know what I'm saying? Who does that? Uh, I, 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 only boxing does that to, to, the, to its boxing fans. To its own market. Shit, you could definitely get a 17 million gate from a stadium. You bumped your head, man. Listen, you never even been to a stadium. The stadium got the whole hundred yards that they turn into seating, brother. You you seen how many seats was at that? What, what, what stadium I was just at? Fuck fight I was just at. With the white floor. Oh, Logan Paul Mayweather. You seen the floor? Did you see the floor? And then people in the stadium. Come on, bro. You kidding me? You can absolutely make that money if you use the stadium. Why can't you charge the same prices in the stadium that you do in an arena? What's the? Di- I mean, someone explain that difference. I don't get that difference. You crazy as hell. That that floor is still the floor. You still on the floor. You still closest to the ring. And whoever's furthest from the ring pays less. That's how it should be. You know, these dudes charging motherfuckers $1,200 for the worst seats in the house. They fucking crazy, man. And y'all shouldn't pay it. Fuck that shit. <laughs> King Bourne, man, what up? Yo. Yo, you hear me, man? I'm listening. Yo, let's get to it, man. Listen, yo. It, it's going down. I need everybody to know. Live chat. Yo, Ness, I see you on your inside of this and shit. Then and then, they gonna call you school kids. You know what I mean? Listen, man. Everybody in live chat. Yo, Troy with that goddamn smoke alarm. Brandon Maurice. JP, the resident hater. It's on. Everybody out here that got, if, if, if you got any, all the listeners, if you got kids and all that, you know what I mean? You know it's on, like when the water breaks. You know that baby coming. 
The baby is coming July 24. The virgin baby is coming July 24. Listen, y'all know River Monsters? Fish on, fish on. Now, nah, fuck River Monsters. It's Boxing Monsters. Fight on, fight on. It's on, y'all. Yo, I'm so hyped. Yo, we got to hype this up. Everybody listening. You see how Fury look, right? Fury ain't taking this shit seriously. Everybody, live chat, me, you, this, back core. Let's do 20 push-ups. Let's do 20 push-ups, man. Everybody do 20 push-ups today. So when we watch that fight, we're going to be in shape. We're going to be in shape, y'all. Don't worry, we're going to be in shape, y'all. Listen, I'm so hyped up. Yo, Ness, don't diss all right. Um, so first of all, Canelo for I got I'm debating with my producer. He's saying it's totally different price and even Canelo only did nine million in AT and T. Um, so he fought Billy Joe, bro. <laughs> he fought Billy Joe in, in Dallas. That that's like Billy Joe. Don't nobody care. So, of course, you ain't going to price the tickets. What about when Earl fought Danny? Why he made more money than when, when Canelo fought Callum? Because Canelo fighting dudes you can't set ticket prices high for. That's why Wilder Fury setting high prices because they the elite. You going to pay for it. That You got to understand that. It's the dance partner, and, and Billy ain't no dance partner. He's like, he just, he, he's, he's a retired boxer. Um, We're going out, too. My man's in them. Let's go! Come on. Info Joe is a beast. Check box red. Undefeated punch lines. Better place your bet. The number one call. Fought my way up the ranks. Border Wars fighter going hard in the paint. Boxing scene writers call me spectacular. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, my boxing brother? What up? Solo Dolo in the building, huh? Mm-hmm. You already know. Hey, man, first things first, man, I want to say shout out to all the Border Wars fighters, man. Y'all did the damn thing, man. Y'all y'all, y'all really impressed, man. It was a great show, man. Entertaining car from beginning to end. If you haven't yet, download the app. Ness, I watched the fight again last night. Amazing job, brother. This was your best commentating. Uh man, I also want to man salute to you, brother. Salute to the TBV family out there, man, that did support. And uh it was good meeting uh Dollar Dibiase, man, Baldy, man. Uh shout out to Ant, uh Alex, man, Lioness, Liz Lowe, man, uh man, all the fighters, man. Too many to name, man. But uh shout out to uh Wisconsin. Uh Adrian uh Adrian Rowan. I'm I'm just now waking up, champ. Uh, George Monterey, man. Uh, uh, Adrian, tell your son I said, What's up, champ? He did a great job helping me out with the cars and all of that. But, uh, amazing job, Ness, man. Salute to you, brother. Uh, ain't no going backwards from this, man. Uh, on to the topic, man. I, I, I echo what you're saying, man. It's the blue collar worker, man, is the backbone of boxing, man. And they didn't make no, all the tickets, man, are way too high, man. But great idea with the appreciation night, man. All the boxing brothers worldwide, if you can't come on out, I sure will make it, man. We can meet, drink, smoke, and chop it up and talk boxing, man. But uh, I just had to say that, Ness. Great job. 
that you did yourself too, man, putting this all together. And uh, let me uh, uh, show a skill that I ain't never had, man, with this announcing, man. Nah, I look back at nah, it. Nah, nah, champ. Not that you ain't never had, that you ain't know was your calling, champ. I, I'm telling you, man. Listen, Wilder could cut this channel off all he want, but speak it, believe it, receive it. You going to be on TV, man. You going to be on TV announcing fights, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Listen, look at how old Diamante is and Michael Buffer. It ain't over. I guarantee you going to be on TV calling a fight. Watch Thanks, it. man. Watch it. Thanks, you just got to keep perfecting your craft, man. This is your resume right here. You're going to be able to... You should start clipping some of your best, uh, you know, introductions or, or fighter ring walk. Start putting it on your IG. Start making a portfolio, man. You know what I'm saying? Word. Like, look at the dude from, from Baltimore. What's, what, what's the difference between you and the dude from... From uh, the DMV area that that, that that did the first show I did in Atlanta. I think his name is called Ring Announcer Jones or something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The difference is you got a fan base already. The difference is people know you. Um, you know? So, yeah, don't don't count yourself out. This ain't this ain't something, you know, this something that you ain't know you had in you. You know? But 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 you're going to shine. I, I'm telling you, man. We, we all here announcers, dog. You're doing a magnificent job. In comparison to other people, like you sound just as good as the best of them. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, man. Hey, I, I practiced my ass off. I got like the, the boxers was training. I was training <laughs> to perfect this shit, though, man. But uh, that's all I got, champ. Man, y'all hit them thumbs up, subscribe. You get a chance, check out the fights, man. You will be entertained. It was a live crowd. Uh, we ain't no going backwards from here, Ness. But uh, shout out to everybody. Uh, just do the appreciation night, man. East Coast, West Coast, out of out of the uh, out of the uh, United States, man. Y'all come on out, man. Support, man. We all meet and greet and shit like that. But that's all I got, champ. All right, brother. Thank you for calling in. Um, Gado, talk to me. Hey, yo, Ness, come back to me, man. I got to change this diaper, bro. No problem. All right. Let's go to my trusty phone book here. Who's in the building? Looking like... 937, get ready, but I don't know your number by heart, so I'm, I'm about to pull up the chart. And that is Lance in Ohio. Been a minute, Lance. What's up? What's going on, man? How you doing this morning, man? I'm good. Can't complain. Yo, so I, I joined a little late, so my apologies. We talking about that Wilder Fury presser? Yes, sir. Your review, man. Let us know what you thought. So here's what the most interesting thing to me is, like, when you first look at Fury, he looked a little bit nervous throughout it, like the like Wilder's silence had rattled him. But then when I go back and look at all the other stuff that Fury has done, I just hope that Wilder doesn't think that Fury is not focused. Like that's my only concern on this fight. Is as focused as Wilder is, I don't want him to get overconfident.
because he believes that he was cheated. He believes he's better than this guy. He believes this guy. You know, all the different stuff that goes into it. But I just want him to approach this fight as though, um, you know, like it's, it's zero zero. They haven't fought before, and he's challenging for the title. Because man, like as much as I don't want to admit it, like this this is like a race war, man. Like like lines have been drawn. Like I I talk to people every day, and it's like I don't know a single white ain't not one white person ever asked me if I saw the Floyd Mayweather fight. You know, ever in my life. The next day after Floyd done beat somebody up. After the Tyson Fury fight, all these white people talking about boxing now. And so it's like these lines have been drawn, which probably go into why the, the fight costs so much. You know what I mean? Like, so like lines have been drawn. The casuals are bought in now. So be careful when you trade on the internet because it's, it's going to be somebody who, who just started watching. So this is a white heavyweight champion, and they ain't really fans of the sport. You know what I mean? All right, all right. Let me see who's this in Texas, Texas. Who's out here? Austin, what up? Hey, what up, man? Hey, man. Uh, <clears throat> a little off subject. Nah, bro, I was uh, just doing a little research, bro. And after the weigh-in, uh, I was going to see you. I could get matched up with oh, uh, Esteban, man, from the from this last Border Wars and the next Border Wars. I mean, uh, we don't have a we don't have a location. We try to do Canelo S- September, so we're looking for so wherever it's at, bro. I'll be there. I I know it's in September, but wherever it's at, I'll be there. Like I'll I'll be there for sure. All right. Well, you might be lucky, man. We, we you know, uh, well, actually, yeah, it might be in Texas. It all depends on Canelo, really, and what he's doing. We, we're trying to keep it around that, possibly. Um, Hell yeah. Now, Texas, Texas will be popping, bro. Albuquerque, too. That's only five hours away. Shit. West Texas, I could probably make something happen. But, yeah, bro, I've been looking at your 168ers, like Esteban. Uh, the dude that lost the king in the Border Wars before that, Border Wars 10. I'll mop him up. Who, I mean, really just so everyone wants to catch the day. Yeah, but that's so so, slow, so, bro. I thought he was So you must got more. experience. What's your amateur record? I I ain't got no amateur record, bro. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I've been boxing since I was like 10, man. I mean, Why you never fought amateur? I got, man, honestly, bro, when I was young, I was stupid, bro. Always getting in trouble with the laws, in and out of jail. Yeah, I, I was just. A young dumb kid, no father figure, and uh, I just didn't put my talents to use in the right way. Now I got two kids in the family, so I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to do this shit for fun now. But yeah, bro, I'm, I mean, I'm only 24. So. All right, well, Marvin is that young, and, and and Esteban, I think, is 26. But yeah, man, uh, once we we know, we'll let you know, Austin. So keep calling in for sure. Thank you. Yeah, man, I want to put that in the universe. If there's anybody out there uh, that wants Border Wars in their location for September, uh, we're planning it around the Canelo Alvarez fight so that, you know, we could still watch, you know, um, Canelo versus Plant, hopefully. Uh, what I believe would be the September 18th weekend. Um, you know, so Border Wars weigh-ins would be Friday, September 17th, fight day, Saturday, September 18th, uh, probably land in town Thursday, the 16th, 
is what I'm putting out to the universe, but we need a venue. It's like it's like Joe said, we just can't go backwards, you know, even if we have to wait. And that's what happened with the appreciation night, you know. It, it became something that was very difficult to do. Uh, it took a lot of manpower to do and a lot of resources financially. You know, it's about an eleven to $12,000 event uh, to put together on the low end, cutting corners. Uh, so, yeah, we haven't had one of those in a while. It's been about four years. And, you know, I think that the weight has made people appreciate what we did so early on, you know, uh, because there was a lot of loss in that uh, to get the exposure that we needed um, and let people see what type of community we were. Uh, that being said, going to stay in Texas. And uh, if you want to be our location or host our appreciation night slash fight party, in Las Vegas and you have a venue in Las Vegas, maybe you have a lounge, maybe you have a bar, maybe you have a restaurant, bar restaurant, uh, TBV and its community can bring over 150 paying patrons to your location that are going to be looking to spend money on not only food, but alcohol and would stick around for the fight. So we can actually do a private closed circuit uh, viewing of Wilder Fury 3. With the TBV community, we definitely, you know, 150 is me being modest. Honestly, we had 120 paid uh, TBV appreciation night people uh, in, in 2017. That was four years ago. We've grown tremendously since then. And and, and we, we started Border Wars since then. So I, I'm expecting way more than 150. But, you know, I'm saying 150. Uh, and I'm expecting at least double the amount of fighters, you know, especially if we can do it around Wilder Fury is a wrap. There's not, there's probably nobody I can get except for Wilder. Ah! <laughs> we going out to Matt in Chicago. I mean, oh, uh, Texas. I'm going to go ahead and beat up Danny Garcia. Hey, Daddy, this a dollar beat. You can take out that green jacket because I just took your bill. It's fly, you baby. You can't even set out arena. Don't reach your pay for you fight me, so. Sit down somewhere. Sit down somewhere. Sit down somewhere. You would never, you would not be fighting on pay if you want for me. Shit. Wrong intro. Wrong intro. Boloki, you are next, my friend. Por eso lo vuelvo a repetir. La era del Canelo la mejor porque peleó con los mejores. La suerte es para los mediocres, my friend. Boxingwords.com. Yo. Yeah, we got to work on that, man. We got to work on that one, chat. You, you know who the star of this family is, me and my brother. What's happening, man? What's happening? Well, they same old thing, different day out on this road. Uh, yo, man, my takeaway from the press conference, I mean, as much as you can really take away from a press conference, right? I mean, we've kind of heard all this before. We've seen all this before. I actually like the radio sign. Here we go. Water. Hey, Max, I'll be right back with you, man. I got uh, the world famous Corey B. Whoa. Whoa. What's going on, champ? How are that's you? Big, that's a big title. I mean, doggy, what you did, <laughs> what you did, people don't do, man. And uh, Which I, well, What I did should have been done a long time ago. 
Well, walk us through it, man, because obviously I got a I got a community of hardcore boxing fans. This is a daily boxing show where we talk boxing every morning. They call in. So yeah. they 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 absolutely know Pauli Malinaji. Now yeah. you you you're famous yourself. Uh, you, I, I believe you have about a six hundred thousand followers. So people know you, but they just don't oh, I know got, you. I, I got 12, 12 million. I got five uh, six point two on uh, Facebook and uh, seven million on uh, TikTok. Shit, call them famous for what is that? What is that like a a, a, a Range Rover you're driving in? Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's that seven million followers. So this is Corey B to all my hardcore boxing community. This is the man with, uh, as Canelo would call it, the cojones to walk up to Paulie Malinaji, put the baby powder from, what was that, Friday, next Friday? That was from, no, that was from How, how High or Friday? It was I think it's Friday where Pinky put the baby powder in his hand and just smack, you smack Paulie. With the five fingers say to the face, smack. So obviously you're trying to get a fight with Paulie. Is your end goal to do a pay-per-view with Paulie? Yeah, absolutely. But here's what people don't understand. I didn't start the beef with Polly. It wasn't me that like I'm not some I'm not some tro- I don't fuck if you if you ever saw my content on, on, on social media, I'm not a troll. I don't ever go after nobody. I don't I don't and no one usually comes for me because I'm a genuine guy. I have a family, I am I'm, I'm a nice dude, unless you disrespect me. If you disrespect me, then I'm 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 coming for you. Uh, I was on the radio and I was just literally talking about because I have a radio show too. I'm a morning radio show host. I, I do kind of what you do, but not. We don't, we don't talk about boxing all the time. Uh, I, I was on the radio in our radio stations in New York, Miami, uh, Buffalo, Detroit, all these other cities. And uh, Polly was apparently either one of him or one of his friends were listening to the radio, and I was talking about how I started boxing uh, over at Gleason's Gym here in Brooklyn with uh, Hector Roca, which is a trainer. And I was talking about I was getting good and I was feeling good about it and I lost a lot of weight. And uh, he called my morning show and he started he started ta- running his mouth saying like, oh, you're you're bad for business. You TikTokers need to stop boxing. Give it up. You're a bum. This and that. And so I was offended because like I was a fan of Polly. Like, you know, I, I respected him. Uh, I, res- I still respect him as a fighter. I don't respect him as a person anymore. Uh, but he, you know, he started running his mouth and he said, you know, you, you would never have the balls to see me face to face. He said, you, you never, he said, you never had the balls. You never be man enough to come confront me. So I said, all right, fuck it, bet. And I, I knew he was going to be an AC. He knew I was going to be an AC for that celebrity boxing fight. I saw him. I walked up to him, and I smacked him in the back of the neck. Now, I couldn't find the footage, only still shots. Like, he looked like he hit you for real after that, though. No, no, what he did, he can't. Come on, now. We all know Paulie can't do bare knuckle anymore. He broke his fists. <laughs> no, but like it's a serious thing. Like I can joke about it all day, but we all know if you're a fan of boxing and you can be a fan of Pauly, his hands aren't very durable anymore. You know what I mean? The guy's the guy's one of the greatest to do what he did. He's the at the jab. He's probably one of the best, but he doesn't have the hands to hit somebody. You know what I mean? But it, the, it, the jab is all he really needs. Well, he didn't use it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no. I, see, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, you know, 10 steps ahead. I'm thinking just like you and, and Paulie, you guys are playing chess. I'm already thinking about the fight. You you got to you gotta pay for what you did in a sense. So it's like, are you going to be able to protect yourself? Listen, listen, I got a guard. I got two hands. He's got one. Nah, I'll be all right. He could touch me a few times with a jab, but I can move. Hey, look, my head moves. My head's on a swivel. 
His head don't. We've seen his last bare knuckle fight. His head don't move. You saw what Sean Porter. Sean Porter. Did. All he had to do was throw overhand right every time it landed because he doesn't move his head. Yeah, he's gonna touch me with a jab. If if, if the fight, ha- I want the fight to happen. I don't. Listen. I don't know what's going on. I haven't heard from Polly. He, he he's had kind of some rebuttals on Instagram saying like, watch out, watch out. But you know, I don't. I want it to happen. Why not? The man's forty-one. He's he's kind of overweight now. Uh, age is on age is on my side, and the fact that I have all the footage of Pauly, I know what he does. I know what it's about. That's all on my side. Yeah, I might be new to the game and this and that. I I, I you know, it, but you know what? I, it don't matter to me. I'm I'm about that life. <laughs> Corey, at least you're training in Gleason's, man. They're gonna at least. Uh... You know, make sure Look. that you're sparring the right people. I'm gonna have to call Joan Guzman. I know he's over. Go ahead. There. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him about me. I'm in there all the time. I'm in there. I work. I work six days a week. I'm busting my ass, and I'm not. I'm not some Joe schmo. I'm not some some TikToker. You think that I'm, I'm an athlete? I played baseball my whole life. I played ball in Japan. I played travel ball. Listen, if I can dodge a hundred mile an hour fastball, I can dodge a poly jab. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's it is what it is. I'm about like I said. I'm up for it. If he wants to get it done and get done, he disrespected me first. I didn't even hit him that hard. I, you know what? There's barbers that hit people at the barber shop every day harder than I hit him in the back of the head. You know what I mean? I like say what you want. He's embarrassed. He got his feelings hurt, but he should have never called the radio station. We talked to two million people every day in the morning, and he tried to call me out. So I did the same thing to him. Wow. Nah, man. I, 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 I uh. Listen, this is the day, and I heard Paulie say something like, you know, uh, these TikTokers and YouTubers, you know, they're 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 kind of watering down the game. Where I, I'm I'm a little different. This is the only sport that I watch, the sport that I love. It's 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 given me, you know, a career, and uh, I think that you guys are bringing a, a completely different audience into the sport, which converts. Absolutely. It's converting because uh, I've been to Logan Paul Mayweather fight. You know, I've been to the press conference for for, for Jake. Um, These fans are converting. Is I understand where see boxers are are mad. I don't think they're mad that we're coming to the game. I think they're mad that we come and take the money. Like we get paid. We'll we'll fight. We'll fight. We'll make more than a boxer makes in two or three years. Which I understand. Like you could be you could be mad about that. Like you worked hard. You bust your ass. You could be disgruntled. Uh, but we worked hard in a different way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We 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 built our following. We we did what we had to do to get the eyes on us. And now, I mean, the having the eyes on us turns into pay per view buys because we've, we we can market ourselves more. Absolutely. And it, it, we're doing what we can do. And if we can fight, here's a, if, if if you if if you're hard headed enough to be able to get into the ring and, and you and you can work seven days a week, six days a week, and you can have some talent in the game, then why not? You know why discredit people? If we've got the balls to do it, let us do it. That is you know very, saying? very true, man. Um, and again, it's like I said, you know, you're bringing uh, an audience that is going to be willing to pay to watch you fight. It, it, yeah. it can't hurt. Um, but you have how many months now, or is it years, uh, training? No, I've so I've got I've got uh, two months of sparring, and I've been doing it for six months now. I still got six months to go to my fight. So when my fight happens, I'll have a little little over a year worth of training, which, I mean, like I said, not a lot, but I'm not someone that's coming in with no athletic ability. I've been an athlete. I used to fight around, fuck around with people like that, sparring, whatnot. But I've taken it serious, serious training with, with, with Gleason's. And uh, I don't know if you heard of Gotham Gym, but there's Gotham Gym here in New York City with people that used to fight with Polly. Actually, the trainer I was using there, he was roommates with Polly uh, for the Golden Gloves one year. Uh, his name is uh, Mike Castle. 
uh, and the uh, guy Rob that owns uh, Gotham Jail. I've been training there for a long time too, so it's not like I'm, I'm not some chump that just comes in one day, throws one punch. I look like shit. My first day I sparred, I got fucking rocked. You know what I'm saying? I got hit. I got hit real hard. And my trainer looked at me that day and he goes, because I got hit, but I stayed in it. And I kept going after the guy. And he's like, you know what? I, I, you got heart. He's like, I tell you about that life. He goes, that, that's a plus for you. He, he was like, I wasn't quite sure at first because you were taking on Polly. If you want to take on Polly, you got to have heart. But, uh, but yeah, he's like, you know, you got some heart. So let's work. So you have a fight scheduled already. I'm supposed to be fighting October 10th. The whole deal is they don't know who I'm fighting yet. It was supposed to be with, it's, it's with celebrity boxing. It's going to be in Miami. They're working on a deal. And I figured, hey, if this is this is the perfect opportunity. Let's try to get Paulie on the loop. Let's fight. It, it, there's real beef between us. I can make, you know what? I know he's lost his jobs. So he can make some, let me make him some money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My guy's struggling wow. right now. Showtime dropped him. He got dropped by, by Artem. Let, let me help him out. Brother, I'm going to just tell you, it's not going to be an easy fight. No, I'm not. I don't want it. It's not. I don't want it to be. I know it's not. You're going to have to cut the ring off. Paulie can literally just use the jab. I know you don't believe that. I know you think no, that. No, no, no. I believe that's all he has. I know he can use the jab. I know, but, but I believe that. I know. I know. I know he's got the jab. But he's got nothing else. You know, you have to bank on, honestly, like, if I'm betting with you, I have to bank on Paulie not taking you seriously, not training. He's not going to. So that his timing isn't right, because Paulie, he really, for, for a person, like, you've never boxed, you know? Even if you're boxing, you haven't been in competition under the no, lights either. So it's like, if he could get on his game, he should be able to keep you at bay just with the jab, very similar to how he faced Sinchenko when he went to another country to win a world title for the second time. How long ago was time. that, though? Yeah, I understand, man. We're but, talking about a different. But, but we all thought we all thought Floyd Mayweather was gonna knock out Logan Paul. I can't lie with you. I did. I was upset that he didn't, motherfucker. I wanted him happen, to get a body shot and, and 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 get this guy out of here. I can't believe yeah. that he did not. And Logan, and the fact and Logan that people are using that excuse. To what he was, I was watching that fight. I was getting so upset. I was like, Logan, why aren't you? Because because Floyd was coming in hands up. Why aren't you taking a step back and uppercut? Like why are like. Why are you just throwing fucking wild shots? Like, he, he had so many missed opportunities to where he, he could have touched, boy. He gassed, though. Corey, he and gassed. Finished. And he, look, he looked like Troy in Achilles, okay? Or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, that, yeah. But he still gassed. So, please, do cardio if you're going to fight Paulie. Because that's, that's what he has. That's his. If you're going to yeah, check no. boxes, Paulie's box is the jab and cardio. Yeah. He, the only reason why why Logan gassed too is the first round when he threw all those fucking stupid ass punches. Like, why was he punching like that? I mean, he went he went for the win. Think but about not it. Like that, they had no power behind him. He was just wailing. That, that's the thing. But Deontay Wilder was able to break through Bermaine Stavern's guard in that second fight, right? So if yeah. Paul, I mean, I was I was actually impressed with Mayweather's defense on that in that barrage of punches. Like, I couldn't yeah. believe that he was able to take all those shots on the high guard while backing up and being on the ropes sometimes. Uh, yeah. I was shocked that Logan couldn't even slip one in around the it's guard. because he wasn't throwing strong punches. He was throwing all arms. It yeah. was just goofy. It was, you know what I mean? But we can talk about that for hours. But like I said, you were right. Paulie's got the stamina, but I'm running. I'm also, I'm also doing uh, an hour of cardio a day. I'm boxing every day. It's but not, let me ask I, you, is it the money? I mean, obviously you make plenty of money having a following, but nah. is it is it the lump sum that these no. guys are getting? Because um, 
even Logan and Jake, who are the most popular at doing this particular move that you're trying to make, they started at a certain. Their first fight wasn't Paulie Malinaji, dog. No, I understand. I understand that. To me, it's not a money move. It's I'm an I'm an athlete, and you got to understand about athletes. We're competitive, regardless of what sport we're gonna play. We can play fucking Monopoly, and if I lose, I'm gonna be mad because mm. I, I've got that competitive instinct in me. If if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna take on one of the best that did it, and I and I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident that I still have six months left of training. I don't doubt myself one bit. I know how good I got in the amount of time that I've done it, and I and I know how how much better I can get till then. And like I said, I I, I sit in bed at night and just I'll watch Polly's old videos. Mm. I'll just sit I sit I got my YouTube on my television. I'll just watch Polly's old videos. Just look at it. Just so it's just so it's instilled in my brain. Now. Do you have a deal with celebrity boxing? Because I'm asking myself, like, why celebrity boxing? Why not Triller or or your own pay-per-view to YouTube the way that, you know, the Paul brothers did? Like, yeah. why not and the that's, zone? And that's where I, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say I screwed myself, but probably about three months ago is when I saw it. Because, you know, like I said, I've been doing this six months. Three months ago, I was like, ah, yeah, I want to fight somebody. And I want to fight, you know, I want to fight whoever. I'll sign up for celebrity boxing. So I signed up with them. And, uh, and then this whole poly thing happened. So now I'm like, you know, I don't have a fighter. So let's try to make this happen. But if I, I'm under contract, you know what I mean? So I did sign a contract with them to fight with them in October. I'm trying to get Paulie on. Yeah, call him up. I mean, he we'll just, him, he we, just, we call him Pauly, he just responded. He just station. responded to me. But, you know, he's basically saying that he doesn't know what this is yet. And he, you know. Yeah, he know. You know why? Cause his neck's in the back. He can't respond, but his neck's in the back of my trunk. I still got his neck. Tell him. Tell him he wants his neck back to come see me. Oh, Paulie the meatball. <laughs> he, hey, tell you what, he better hit the gym, cause he. When I picked him up, he was feeling a little heavy. So you wait a minute. Wait, we didn't get to see you pick him up. So you, you, you see the other video? I, so what? He, you gotta he send me the me. video. Send me the video because I only see it, it gets cut after he chases you, and you just see no, his so I, the I cut, anger I cut in the, his face. I cut that one because on TikTok they wouldn't let me post the rest of it because of violence. So I just posted it real quick on Instagram too. But there's a part two that I posted where he comes at me. I'm laughing. I thought it was fucking hilarious. He comes at me all mad and red. He puts his arms up like he's gonna tackle me. So I went low, and then I picked him up, and he starts putting his hand around my neck. So he's up in the air. Paulie's not six foot tall. He's about six feet in the air. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. It is what it is. Also, everyone was like, you had security guards with you. I'm not Jake Paul. I don't have security. That was security for the event. They weren't even near me till I picked them up. I'll show you the video. I don't know, man. I think you're going to have to make him a believer. He says, man, I'd literally beat God, this listen. guy with both hands down. And, I only, so and I'd only so use my left. I beat him. So what the fuck are we really you doing here? You know what that sounds like? That sounds like an excuse. Honestly, that like, listen, that Corey. Like if I beat him, Corey, that's an Corey, I'm gonna tell you, I'm riding with my boxer. That's I, fine. I got you on the show, but I believe Paulie at 40. Listen, if George Foreman could win a world title at 40, fucking Paulie could beat 
you know, hey, a TikToker. Did George, did George Foreman take time off boxing? Did he stop training? Like, Hell like, yeah. Hell yeah, he took yeah, time but, off. He came back fat, man, and still won a world title. He came back with a stomach versus Michael Moore and won a world you, title. Are you comparing George Foreman to fucking Pauly Malignaggi? I, listen, let me tell you something, Corey. There was a time when I started this, and 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 I, and I, and, and maybe Pauly was a running joke on this show where I'm like, oh, this guy can't punch. But when he went to the Ukraine, okay, for short money, uh, his promoter shitted on him. He, Golden Boy did not bid. He lost the purse bid, had to go to the Ukraine to fight for a vacant title, and he fucking won with a jab? Yeah. I started respecting you. What, listen, one time, one time, dudes like me who make a living off of talking boxing, we can be an asshole and say, I got lucky and won that world title. But two times? Oh, no, man. That shit is... That shit is his skill. I, I got the balls. I'll step in there with him. If he wants to do it, like, you know what? And this is all sounds like an excuse. It's fine. Y'all, I, I, you only use my left hand. Say what you want. Do what you want. I'm down. I'm about the life. Um, like I said, I've been training. I've been getting the face. How old are this. you? Let's do it. How old are you? You look very young. I'm, I'm 32. Okay. So not that. He's, he's you in his bracket. Hey, I ain't been hitting the face as many times as he's been hitting the face. <laughs> I got more durability at this point in time. Like I said, man, we all we, we saw what happened with Artem. You, you can't deny what happened in his last couple fights. We all saw how it ended. We all saw the, the Yo, body shot that, that was, he got. That, that he went was down uh, for. that's bare knuckle. That's a little different. That's like a street fight, man. That, what about know. what about when Sam beat him with the with the fucking body shot? He went down like a like a like a stack <laughs> of bricks. It is what it is. He's he gonna, said, he's gonna, he say, said, he's gonna say, ah, he's not worth it. He's not this. Nah, bad, he hey. said that. He said, nah, bro, I'm gonna smack the shit out of this dude. He said, uh, you set that up lovely though. You hit and ran, knowing security would be there. Oh, give me a fucking break! I sat there and wait. You know what? He had every chance to hit me. Why didn't he hit me? I don't want him to hit you in the street, man. He need to he jump don't on this show. He spits on people. <laughs> That's all he does is spit. Yo, are you Italian by any matter? Like you, I'm, I'm Polish and Italian. They call me a wop lock. I can hear the Italian in you. This is actually, this is actually, uh, there's a storyline here, man. I don't know why he's not biting. I mean, this is the storyline is him picking on people, man. He needs to stop picking on people. Picking let, on let, you. Let people live their fucking life. Come after me, boys. You know why you come after me? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go through with it. Here's the thing: you can beat me all you want, but I'm gonna be right there going through it. I got the balls, baby. Oh shit! He said, "Yo, <laughs> let me get this one. Text me when you land, so I could be there." <laughs> Who's he talking to? So I can be there. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what he said. Uh, he says, uh, I, I had to make sure I'm not bothering him with this because I didn't know if he was offended uh, because of the he situation. Doesn't have, hey, what has he got to do? He ain't got shit to do. He ain't got a Stop job. Stop it. You kidding me? Polly is accomplished. You kidding me? Dude, you want this fight bad, bro. This is He's not any... But, hey, listen, listen, I'm not listen, talking about him. I'm talking about regular him as, a, dude. as a person right now. He ain't doing shit. He ain't got shit going on. He's he, accomplished. I know what he did. That's he fine. Got but you old that money. don't give you right to be a shithead. He got old money. He don't got to do nothing right now. He got old money, bro. That goes, that goes away real fast. <laughs> what he got? A 1999 Ferrari? Damn, bro. You rich dudes. Look at you coming for his Ferrari, man. I wish I had a Ferrari. Hey, listen, if he makes this happen, if he makes this fight happen, I might get you one. 
He says, he says, I would need one fucking hand to beat this guy. I was beating uh-huh. full-fledged pros with one hand. So what do you think would happen with that's what I'm fucking telling them, Paulie. That's what I'm telling them, dude. What he, happened? What? <laughs> okay. he, listen, right, he beat. Right, listen. Yeah, but you're talking hey. about at the end of his career. You also have to factor in that you've never had one. So he's still like, it's That's just it. like. It doesn't matter. It it's just matter. like if he came into your world. Well, he, he doesn't have your fan base. He doesn't know work. how to do a TikTok video. That's not his thing. Listen, man. And, you can't and just, even you if can't he put in the work, Corey, work Corey, even if he put in the work, he wouldn't get to your level. You can't discount and discredit work ethic. If someone's got the amount of work ethic they need, if someone's got the amount of drive they need, if someone's got athletic ability, if someone can take a fucking punch, hey, you can't, you know what? Doubt me all you want. Nah, you I'm not doubting you. Don't bother me. I'm not doubting you. I just want you to take the Paul route. You know, everybody knows me. I, I, I never want a fighter to get discouraged, and that's what could happen if you lose your first fight. You need to take another TikToker on first. If I lose my first fight, if I, if I lose my first fight, it's the Paulie Malinage. Y'all give a fuck, so what? I mean, see, you're thinking like hey, a businessman. Hey. <laughs> you know what they're going to say? You know what they're going to say? Who's the guy with the balls that stepped in there with a two-time world champion? I'm going to be like, me, bitch. I hear you, man. Listen, man, I'm trying to tell Paulie. I I literally text. I said, Paulie, jump on him, man. This is free money. Let's make this fight. Honestly, my, my money's on Paulie. You got to make us okay. all a believer. I'm a boxing guy first. I got to ride with him. You know, his jab That's took him. Right. His jab made him a, a two-time world champion. So you would have to, like, really, really show us uh, His jab. And let's look right here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you are funny though. I see why you got the following. Listen, Corey B. It looks like he's not gonna get it on. Give everybody this social media, and uh, we'll keep trying, man. If we can set it back up, we will. You can you can see the slap hurt around the world at the Corey B. on TikTok or uh, <laughs> I am Corey B. on Instagram. All right, brother. Thank you for hopping on, and we appreciate, I appreciate you. you. All right, all right, my guy. There you have it, man. Corey B, uh, the world famous TikToker that got at my man uh, Polly Malinaji, man. And yeah, you know, I don't. These dudes are crazy. Like he's literally crazy. The other dudes, at least, they're taking it. You know, the border wars route. You know, dipping their their toes in the water. This guy is coming for Polly. You know. Um, not even Logan did that, right? Like, Logan had KSI first, then he went to, 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 to Mayweather. Jake Jake had, like, KSI's little brother. And I don't even know who the fuck Jake had, you know, after that. What he had? Askerins? No, no, he, I'm missing one after that. The point is, this kid's trying to jump the ladder. Mm. And for Paulie, it's free money, right? I, I look at it like that. That's free money. I'm jumping all over that. If 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 it was me, I'm all over that, man. That's free dough. Uh, Joseph, what up? Especially the way these dudes getting paid out here for these fights. Keep it real. Yo. Uh, oh, you wrong. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Eliza, Eli, you're definitely wrong. He ain't become famous overnight. Homie had, I said his Instagram following because that's where I reached out to him. He got 600,000 there, but... But on TikTok, he's got seven, and somewhere else, he's got six. Like, my man has definitely got the following. Supermax, what up? That's cool and all, man. Yo, that's, uh, you gotta try to get this guy to come to Border Wars. You want to make Border Wars blow up? A guy like that, I mean, he's he's definitely entertaining. The Uh, thing is, he has a contract. You heard me, man. I know how to conduct interviews. He got a contract with Celebrity Boxing. 
yeah. Not much I could do I if you got a contract. Stuff. You know, they, 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 they won't allow him to get on another show until yeah. they get their fight. Because if, if he loses with us, then their contract is worth shit. Yeah. And that could likely happen. He's a, he's a hell of a storyteller, though, because I saw the other video that Paulie had posted in that. And, uh, he, from what I saw, he sniped him from behind the ran, never ran up face to face. And then security pulled him away as Paulie was bombing on him. He, he hit him a couple times. Um, but hey, go for the gusto, I guess, man. That's, uh, back to the uh, the press conference. You know, I, I like the, uh, the, the, you know, not speaking by Deontay Wilder. I just wish you would like, to me, the fact that he came after and did like the interview with Ellie and I think he did Blue Bloods kind of killed the purpose of that because, like, everybody yesterday in was expecting there to be an explosive press conference. Like, okay, these guys are finally together in the same room after all these accusations, after everything that's happened. And no, you don't say nothing, but then after the fact, you go do an interview and still bring up the same thing. That's what I was like, man. I, I, you know, like I said, we can't gauge what's going to happen off of a press conference. Although I felt like Malik Scott let a lot slip. Um, looked like Fury touched the nerve on Malik when he says, I'm, you know, he, you know he, did, he couldn't do what you couldn't do either. And Malik brought up how he got his eardrum busted. I think that hit a nerve with him. And, and it also kind of confirmed, you know, Malik Scott said it, bro. You're 260, 270, and you can fight. What is it supposed to happen? That said a lot to me. Um, I'm just ready for this fight, man. I, I was hoping for more for the press conference, but what else can we get? You know, uh, I think fight week's going to be entertaining as hell. People judging how Fury looks, look, Fury always looks that way. It's, it's not nothing new. He's never been known to be an Adonis. So, uh, but yeah, man, I was a little disappointed. If he would have just stuck radio silent completely, I think it was the perfect move for Wilder. Uh, the the face-off was kind of weird, but hey, it is what it is, man. That's my call. All right, all right. So we're going out to Brandon. Hey, hold up the time zone. Jumped up a bag with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Don't jabbing and punching the line long. I drop a pigeon at nine go. We slap with the thick glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Yo, what up, guys? How my background is loud. You good? Oh yeah. Um, I kind of agree with um Supermax. Um, I would have expected the radio silence if he didn't do an interview in his hotel room right after that with Ellie Slickback. A thirty-minute interview at that, so it was like he was silent when he was face to face with this man. But then, in the comfort of your hotel room, you decide you want to talk for half an hour. It's kind of like. You know, what was that about? Any talking to me or you ain't. So that's kind of like a sucker food to me. But either way, I really don't care. I'm excited for the fight. It's two days before my birthday. So, you know, I plan on throwing a nice little kickback and watching the fight. But like I said, man, if you ain't going to talk, don't talk in the comfort of your hotel room. That's my call. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Brandon, come back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. So you saying Ellie setback? Because I seen I seen Fred from Barbershop posting on his Instagram that he was with Wilder in his hotel room. Ellie did a video too? Yeah, Ellie got footage too, yeah. Oh, L-E-L-D-B-C now? I guess. I don't know. I don't right. give a fuck. Be honest. 
right, all right. Uh, who we got? James Payne. James Payne is my name, partner. How about you? Standing on my property, and I'm gonna see about you. If I come out on my porch, I see you chilling in your wheel. Boy, I hope you know somebody better be waiting on the bitch. James Payne, baby, see me pissing on the post. If we're playing basketball, you might see me in the post. CBV, what's going on? How my audio sound? All right. All right, bet, man. Top of the morning to your best part of waking up. Y'all know the slogan from the 80s, man. Just out here on the grind at the workhouse trying to get it in, make a dollar or two. Um, wanted to say uh, thank you for the show. And um, this ain't interesting what you got going on with the Corey B and the Polly. I don't know Polly. He might think he too big for Buddy, so we might not get no action there. Um, you know, oh, yeah, and best uh, congratulations to all the Border War fighters for this past weekend. Uh, if you got the win, congratulations. You de- you uh, worked hard. You deserve to sport this shiny medallion y'all got. It. If you didn't get that W, don't hold your head down, man. You did what a lot of people ain't got the courage to do. You put on the gloves. You got it in there. You made, you made a stand for yourself. So, man, that's, that's what's up. Uh, I ain't got much on the Wilder and Fury. I'm just happy to see that they uh, got the official press conference. So, it's official like a referee whistle. So, uh you know, I'm going to be looking forward to the date. Hopefully, neither one of them get COVID and pull a T.O. on me. But, uh, you know, looking forward to their fight, man. We can get a conclusion to this thing that we've been watching for the past two, three years. So, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, that's my call. Hang up and listen. All right. Yo, don't forget, if you are a person that knows someone in Las Vegas who has a venue... Uh, and by venue, I mean bar, lounge, restaurant, strip club, you know, somewhere we could watch the fight as a community. Uh, and, 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 you know, you want to bring some patrons to your establishment. We can guarantee that. Plus, guarantee a dozen or so big name fighters to be in attendance with us. Contact me and have your location Get all the advertisement needed for that fight week. Have your establishment be the location for our appreciation night. If we can do it, we speaking and believe in receiving it. You know, we putting it out there in the universe to see uh, who can help us with that. Same thing for September for Border Wars 12. Uh, If you have a venue, bar, restaurant, you know. Definitely, you know, a private location. Because if you ain't got a bar, then we need to make sure we can bring our own liquor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But someone with an establishment that wants to bring Border Wars and have hundreds of patrons fly into your establishment from all over the country. I mean, in Watertown, we have people from Florida, California, uh, Ohio, Texas, uh, fucking Oregon. Uh, I mean, Canada, yo, people came from everywhere. So, um, yeah, let's keep the momentum going. We're trying to do Border Wars 12 for September, but we need a venue. We must have a venue. We can't go backwards in the words of Info Joe. You know what I mean? 
That being said, we're going to keep the phone lines moving. You know the number to call in if you want to give us your opinion on yesterday's press conference. It is official. Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury versus Deontay, the Bronze Bomber Wilder fight. Official July 24th, right? It's July 24th. We, we, we about 30-something days away, man. This is almost there. So, uh, yeah, man. What is your thoughts? This is the review show. You know, as a community, we're reviewing what we've seen. I, I read you all the official fine print and quotes that were out there. The few words Wilder did say at the actual press conference, uh, I read. Uh, obviously, he's done interviews with people since then. Um, but we're going out to... Oh, J Mac, what up? Uh, so you hating? I'm that guy. What you want to bet? Whoa. Bet a hundred thousand on that. Let's bet a million. You getting that money right? Easy. You bet a million easy. And I for the bread. When I spit him, y'all gonna say he was too weak. Oh my life. Okay, bow down, bitches. I'm about to hand them minutes. I'ma teach you all a lesson. This will only take a minute. Got a part and all this passion in my blood. Niggas hating just because. Think about it. Everybody love Bud. J Mac, where you at? Where you at? All these niggas hating on me. Shit is whack. Shit is whack. So efficient with it. Don't check the stats. Hey, I'm out here trying to get it. Next, I only got a minute. Yo, good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, I ain't got much on it, but uh, definitely gave me some energy for the sport. I ain't been liking the direction the sport been going in for the last months, over season, up until. But uh, that fight in the energy in the press conference definitely reminded me why I do watch this sport. I was impressed with it. I mean, I don't have no critique on what Wilder did or did not say. I felt like he didn't have much to say and he just wanted to set a man down that he felt like he was wrong. Background loud. I didn't even see myself. Yo. I hear you perfectly. Oh, it's your your music went up. Like I, it's something like your music turned up on me or something. Um, but like I said, man, Wilder it's better now. It's better now. Like I said, Wilder didn't have too much to say. Um, I heard Brandon make a little comment talking about he got to make his mind up which one he want to be. Sometimes when you um, stand somebody in the eyes, all you want to do is get down to the get down. And enough talking is being had. But afterwards, he still got a job to do for us. Telling himself, people will interview him, they go ask questions. So he can't just stare at the camera and not say nothing. They go think he retorted. But when it came down to staring in Fury in his eyes, I'm looking forward to the third fight. I think Wilder actually got um got the better um end of the stick by having all this time off to so where he can prepare himself mentally to see what he do because the uh the deck is stacked against him. So I'm looking forward to the third fight. I will be out of town, so I won't be able to make no event, but uh definitely go watch it. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um that sucks. Yeah, man, I would like to get to with the community. Obviously, doing this is going to require the community. Got somebody working in the background. I actually found one venue already. Looks decent. I'm just trying to talk to them and, you know, 
on the line. I hate that whole email shmemail. You know what I'm saying? Um, who we got? Who we got? Who we got? Damn, this a new caller. It looks like it is. Alrighty then. In the meantime, let's go to Keem in Florida. For Izzy, he ain't got nothing in there. Where the team at? Oh, we got J Mac giving excellent instructions over there to Keem the Dream. Yo, yo, you hear me? Yo, what up? What up? Why you play that intro, man? So you got we got Mar- Mario uh, Madonna out here knocking out teeth and shit, huh? Um, but um, but yeah, as far as the topic go, man, ain't really got too much, man. I don't I don't have a problem with Wilder though how how he acted. I mean, I kind of expected him to do that. He ain't, he ain't been talking much the whole time. That's kind of been his new mo. You know what I mean? Let's talk a little more action, man. So. I don't know, I kind of expected that, you know, kind of did like a Marshawn Lynch. I don't know if you know Marshawn Lynch. He's known for just whole career. He didn't like the media. He didn't really like talking to the media. He didn't see a point in talking to the media. You know, his, his job was to play football, and that's what he did. So he was known for going out there and just not talking, saying little words, and that was his thing. So I think Wilder kind of has taken that approach uh, over the last, what, 16, 17 months. You know, he ain't really – talking to the media too much except a select few and and that's that you know ain't really much that needs to be said so i felt like what he did was kind of expected man i don't know what people thought they thought he was gonna do the miguel cotto and bust out the ipad and and you know what i mean start showing footage or something i don't know i don't know what people wanted man but but yeah that's all i got i mean that's what cotto did though right cotto did that because he felt he was cheated and he showed his proof so yeah, I think people did expect him to bust out with something or say something. Yeah, I do think they expected that. Um, Ruin the 504, what up? What's up, man? Good morning. What's morning, happening? Good morning. Um, yeah, it was an okay presser. I mean, I think that the excitement that I have for this is just mainly for the conclusion. Like... I want a conclusive win by Wilder or Fury, and I don't want to revisit this um, matchup anymore. That that's where I am with this one. Like, I can't get invested to pick one guy over the other. I just want someone to win so we can put this to bed. The probability for undisputed is probably out the window because there's so much bad blood between all three camps as far as failed negotiations that I don't think we get that as far as with this current crop of boxers. So hopefully the younger generations of heavyweights will give us that, but I'm just, I don't know, dude. Sometimes I really just get over this sport, and with the heavyweight division the last five years, I've kind of just been getting there. It's just being cynical and being jaded, and I'm probably still going to spend money on this because I'm a degenerate, 
I hopefully they do it in the theaters locally so that way I can save a few bucks. But I don't know, dude. I just want this one over with, and hopefully we have no issue after the win for either guy. But listen, good work on the road, man. But that's my call. Thank you, bro. Always vocal when and appreciating what we do. Appreciate that. We got a new call in the 909. 909, 909 is LA. Who's this? Yo, Ness, you hear me? I hear you. It's Karma, bro. How's oh, it going? Oh, shit. What up, Karma? Let me save that. Yeah, I thought you had my number saved already, bro. I got it saved on my phone, not on the show. But what's up, brother? You in for California, sure, sure. man. What you, you got for us? You got a, you got a venue? You got any friends in, in Las Vegas <laughs> that we can uh, come you know, to? You know... I actually have two friends that have bars, but they're just not big enough for uh, for rings and too many people. You know, they're just uh, normal sized bars, man, where you can have a uh, get together for uh, the uh, what's it called for the alumni, Appre- something like that. Appreciation night, like what's the capacity? There you go, there you go. What's the capacity? I would say about two hundred, maybe. Oh wow, that's big. That's big. So what? What is that in L.A. or California? That's in Vegas, bro. Oh, it's beautiful. not too far away from the. It's not even. It's not even on the strip. It's oh, probably shit. about eight miles off the strip. Uh oh, God is good, man. See what he says, bro. We could definitely set up a call for me. Uh, what's the What's the Instagram? Does he have like a Instagram for the business? No, I have. I have to get that information, bro, because uh, my brother's girlfriend actually knows the owner. They're They're real tight. They're always over there, man. That's like their little weekend hangout spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're regulars there. They know the people. Do you know I've been the name of it? Times, but I don't know the people Maybe like I can that. find it on I Google. Don't. Oh, you don't? I can get it for you, though. Yeah, yeah. Text it, it to me so I yeah, can see no, what, what no, pictures I'm, are I'm out there on there Google. For sure, bro. For sure. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, You know, uh, Supermix took the words right out of my mouth, dude, when this TikTok dude got on. I was like, whoa, this is your meal ticket, dude. Get this guy on Border Wars. Fucking fly him out. Give him a room, give him everything he wants as far as food and all that, this and that, and give him a rob. Me and him been talking on the side here and there, and the robber wants to come back, but he goes, gotta be someone that's worth my time. Which rob? There you go. The genius? Uh, the genius. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this guy's under contract. That's what I, you know, that's one of the first questions I asked him. Like, oh, are you on contract with Celebrity Boxing? Because, uh, yeah, you know, being under contract, he won't be able to do anything without them. That first O belongs to them right now. Does it? I don't know how those uh, back-end things work, man. I didn't even hear that part, dude. I was listening, and it was cutting off, and I'm over here at this warehouse where I get a little bit of reception. I was on earlier, then the, then the car got cut off, so... Yeah, and nah, I asked him specifically, is he under contract with Celebrity Boxing and, and why he chose Celebrity Boxing when everyone else is, you know, doing bigger, uh, you know, they either, they either went Triller or DAZN or, or Showtime. And he was like, yeah, you know, he made the mistake of signing that about three months ago. So he's he's in contract. Believe me, my mind is always good, working, Carl. <laughs> I'm always trying. I'm always that trying. That blew you up right there for Border Wars, man. Got you all kinds of eyes and attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm with you. We on the same page. But he, he ends up fighting the other dude. Oh, man. Probably will mop this dude up. Easy. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm telling him. He better, you know, he better be careful. Definitely need hey, to bro, do some Hey, bro, I have a quick training. question for you, man. I was going to text you, but I'm like, no, nah, let me call him. Me and... um. 
Jordan been talking about you having a, not actually you, maybe having a, a little live YouTube or Facebook thing for the uh, Border Wars fighters, dude. Something yeah, I that think, happens maybe, I think he uh, made it. every he other ma- week. Oh, you mean like a live? No, 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 no. Like a live? A, a live, live show? Right, right. Yeah, something like what you do for the Border Wars fighters when they get on. Yeah. And I noticed this past Border Wars, um, you were quite busy, so that really didn't go on much. Yeah. Like all the uh, past events, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Over over here, uh, over here on Street Beast, they have that every week, bro. They have it where they uh, bring on fighters. They talk about uh, current matchups, past events, past uh, past fights, new fighters, banter, all kinds of stuff. So that would be good just for the fighters, you know, even if you can't do the show yourself maybe have two guys on and maybe two guy, two different guys every other week just to keep the uh keep the momentum going you know what i mean for the fight for sure for sure you know what we just what gotta schedule it we just gotta schedule it you know um we can make like wednesdays border wars wednesdays and always do a 7 p.m eastern show which would be 4 p.m west coast it's just about scheduling man uh you know i'm gonna like with every with every with every border wars, it gets better. I'll take that that consideration and and make it put it into effect. You know, we'll moving forward. We'll try and do Wednesdays every Wednesday, and make it a thing. Cause uh, right, cool. it's not like we're gonna stop. It's just gonna take a little longer because we want to get the right venue. But that's also a way to get the right venue, bro. So thank you for that suggestion. Actually, you know, because you know from. From now until the time, I can be, you know, every Wednesday saying we need a venue. Um, because that's what I want. <laughs> I want a venue for Border Wars 12. Um, and uh, I got a few bites for sure. I got something in Texas and Corpus Christi of all places. Mario doesn't even know, you know, um, from, 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 from a pretty reliable person, obviously, you know, um, I mean, I, I can go ahead and say it to give you the same enthusiasm that I have, right? Like Adrian Clark, who obviously is a five-time author, uh, former boxing manager, and the owner and creator of Protect Yourself at All Times. Um, you know, he's been sponsoring Border Wars uh, with the gloves and headgear now for, I think, three or four events, maybe. And uh, he's seen this last event um, and, and loved it. Uh, reposted it on his social media and 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 said something nice like, you know, we about to blow up. Uh, and uh, he told me that he has a venue that he thinks he can get for us in Corpus Christi that holds three thousand. Now that's the big leagues. You know, we went from three four hundred to three thousand. That's seriously the big leagues. Um. And then there's another venue in Texas that I don't know what's going to happen. I know Supermax had somebody, and we still haven't had the call, another bar that's interested. Uh, but you know what? It, does, it, it, it doesn't have to be Texas. It doesn't have to be Vegas, man. Keem, if you know somebody in, in Florida, I'd rather stay right the fuck here. Um, it's easier to do the props, you know, like to bring everything to make it look visually better. Because then we're in car and we don't have to fly and ship heavy, uh, you know, things, you know, that's what that's what happens. You know, um, you got to f- ship everything. So visually, it would be better to be in the great state of Florida. And um, 
you know, if not, it, it would have to be in any other location that has a great venue and the ability to house uh, a bunch of people. <laughs> 200 sounds perfect, Karma, I swear. Uh, I mean, you know, especially for an appreciation night, that's probably perfect number. Um, yeah, man, we could do a live watch party. And watch the fight right there. That's that's gonna be the ticket, though. I think that's would be would be the best. I remember watching. I went. I got approved to Mayweather Pat. Did all my coverage, and before first bell, I went back to Robert Ortiz's house, the the drum of Escape the Fate, and watched um, Mayweather Pat with 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 like seventy five fight fans in his house. He had like three TVs set up. Like one in the living room, one in the dining room, and one outside, and massive chairs everywhere. It was like a gigantic fight party. I've never been to nothing like that. So yeah, man, you know, because back then my credential wasn't press front row, you know. You know, I wasn't front row. So like to be in the two hundred seats to watch a Mayweather fight, I might as well go watch it with my friends, you know. And that's what I did. I worked the whole fight week. Got all the, all the media coverage I could to build the channel, but still went back and watched that that fight party with with a bunch of Mexicans and and boxing fans from all over. Cause you know we definitely let people from the TBV community come. Uh, so out of the seventy five, it was it was it was people from all over the world, which was dope. But uh, let me see. If you're on Blog Talk, you got to press one. There's a lot of you on Blog Talk. You haven't hit the numero uno, and that's why we haven't gone to you. You know, you're just sitting there waiting like, damn, that's got me waiting. Nah, you ain't hit the number one. In the meantime, let me go out to Ohio. You should lie low. I used to get it in Ohio. Yo, 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 what's up, Ness? I see you solo dolo today, man. Um, good show, man. Press conference, bro. It was um it was cool. It was all right. Um of course I, I will would have loved like everybody else to kind of heard something from Deontay. But I kind of understood um why he didn't really say much, you know what I'm saying? And um kind of like also like I also noticed that uh old girl who does all the interviewing for top rank that um, Latina chick who was doing uh, the question. Pancha. Yeah. 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 Miss Pancha. Um, she didn't, I, I know she didn't get a chance to really talk to Deontay, but when she was asking, you know, questions to Malik, she didn't even bring up like the accusations and I didn't really peep Tyson Fury and them kind of commenting on the accusations, like, or, you know, being falsely accused of shit over the, you know, the, the time in between the fight. So, I think it was maybe kind of like an unspoken thing, like, you know, maybe they wasn't going to touch on it because it's just bad PR for the fight type shit. I don't know. But, you know, it just seemed like nobody was really talking. Now, I, we obviously knew the media was going to, you know, touch on it, was gonna, or at least ask about it. You know what I'm saying? But I just kind of think the promotion itself wasn't really, you know, going to touch that topic, you know, unless Deontay wanted to, obviously, if he would have spoke. But, you know, he chose not to spoke. And I think... Also, mentally, he kind of conceded the whole verbal war. You know what I'm saying? I think he just kind of said, you know, this dude, gonna, he won't be able to out-talk me. That's what he do. So I'm not going to already already go into the fight, you know, already losing a verbal war. You know, I need all the confidence I, you know, I need. You know, I, as as weak as that may sound to some people, I kind of think that that's, that, that was the kind of uh, the strategy behind not really 
going back and forth with Tyson right there because I think he already knows it's like he's not the best orator. You know, he's not the best speaker. So it's like, I'm going to say some, probably some ignorant shit and that's all I know how to really come back with and it's not going to be smooth. It's not going to be funny. It's not going to be entertaining because I'm mad. So why even speak? So I kind of get it, but you know, obviously I wanted something like the rest of the fans, but um, also with the Kodo thing pulling out the iPad, it's like he did that on the Max Kellerman face-to-face. He really didn't do it at a press conference, so that's... That's a little different, but a little you know, different, man. Platforms a platform, man. Y'all make hella excuses. It's not. It's not even an excuse, but it's like at the end of the day, on, bro. yo, listen, man. That's why he don't fuck with me, cause I, I, I keep it real, man. Any other fighter come to a face off with headphones, we be talking about the other fighters in his head. Y'all want to act like it's nothing. Oh, he choosing silence, but then, hey. turn, then turns around and does seven interviews. Come on, man, uh, knock it off. It was big baby. Huh? AJ did with Big Baby. What AJ did with Big Baby? Didn't he have more head- headphones? Hell no, man. AJ was talking hella shit. Called him. The- he said, I'm the landlord. What you talking about? That shit got fucking spicy in there. What did you talk about? Stop it. Nonetheless, Stop it. I mean, why did, why did he's and not first a great- of all, And first of all, AJ come in a fucking ring and, and a press conference with headphones because he's sponsored. He's sponsored. He, he making fucking money. Speaker, can, can Wilder speak well? Does does he does he give good sound bites? Besides, hey, is, is that an excuse or not? Are you defending or not? I'm the bad one, but y'all the ones making excuses and defending. Fuck is you talking about? Do it fucking matter? Does Joshua Clotty talk well? Did he speak well? Does that Becco speak well? The fuck, man? We talk. Fucking Cotto speak well. Does Canelo speak well? The fuck are y'all talking about? Talking after ten years. What are you talking about, nigga? He been boxing for th- fucking thirteen years, and he just said something. Exactly, exactly. And he and whenever he did try to talk, people say he ain't speak well. But he was talking though. He tried. He said something. Canelo just opened his damn mouth, bro. What are you talking about? And y'all love it. It went viral. Payday. You want payday? I know that. The one and only time, the one and only time Wilder chooses to not say shit all of a sudden, like, I get it, because I wanted the nigga to speak. Don't get it wrong. Don't get me, don't get, don't get it twisted, but like, I I'm not- So stop defending it. You, just like me, wanted him to fucking run down on Fury like, you cheating motherfucker. I'm gonna kill you. Fuck yeah. out of here. That's Hell what yeah. I wanted. That's what I wanted. I ain't want this bullshit. If it's gonna come out stupid and not sounding smooth or funny or whatever, it wasn't, my man, you yo, listen, pay for a counter punch, bro. You tripping? It wasn't supposed to sound fucking good. You said this man put a dent in your head. You said this man had fucking egg weights in his fucking glass. It ain't supposed to come out pretty. It's supposed to be Devin Hay and Derek Chisora. You supposed to gloss this motherfucker. They supposed to get. Plexiglass in between you. You acting like you ain't seen fucking boxing before. I fucking seen boxing, okay? Chizora smacked the shit out of Vlad. And he spit on Vlad Vitali. Full full mouthpiece full of water. Y'all just making excuses, man. You gonna tell me I said somebody tried to kill me, didn't see you, and have... I'm like, my, that's my energy. You tried to kill me and that's my energy. I'm cool with that because you want me to believe, oh, he keeping that energy like that because he going to do it in the ring now. 
Come on, man. Give us what we want. Sell these tickets, man. Sell these tickets, man. Sell these pay-per-views, man. Give us what we want. You know? I'm just saying. Just keep it real, man. That shit is so corny that your energy flip-flops and shit. You know? One dude got to act one way. The other dude don't got to act that way. It's just so crazy to me. Uh, Gil with the super chat. $2 super chat says, Bomb. Quiet. Two times quiet. KDRDR says, I'm disappointed at Wilder's energy yesterday. After days and months of claiming accusations and evidences, you have the man accused face-to-face and zero evidence put forward. Scott speaking for him and mute. Wilder shaking my head. Weak. Um, but, but, but listen, they're going to say that this was strategic. This is, they're going to say that that, oh, they, they wanted us to talk. So we didn't talk. Okay. And that might be true. That might be true. But at the end of the day, you said all that stuff about all that stuff. So we expect you know, it's the same. Look, you tried to rob me. So if I see you, what I'm supposed to talk it out. We supposed to shake hands. No, that's that. That's why we shot. We thought it was gonna be something. We thought it was gonna be something. That's all. At least a little bit of a shove. Like, dude, you you put egg weights in your gloves and hit me with them shits, man. You a cheater. Like, let me get my motherfucking hands on this dude. But now all of a sudden, is y'all talking about? Nah, nah, nah. He did the right thing somehow. Like, what the fuck? I'm just lost right here. I'm just lost. But look, it's all good. It's all good. I bet you the next dude gonna have to do something though. They gonna say, nah, nah, nah. He shouldn't be quiet. <laughs> I don't know. Ken Stone says, I planned on going to this fight. Had it been in the Raiders Stadium, Spence Garcia was so fun. Which fight will land in a stadium next? I'm going to it. Yeah, man, I I wish they considered us as boxing fans and did these things in stadiums and allowed the poor people to be able to buy, you know, some decent seats in the stadium while the rich have the floor where the the grass is. You know, they obviously transformed the grass into, uh, you know, flooring and put beautiful seating there for the rich and famous. Um, and, and, and we can be in the rest of the arena if they had, uh, or stadium if they had allowed us at a, at a reasonable rate. That would be great. We got Supermax from Texas that says, all cap, he blindsided Paulie, then ran off. And he was talking about our interview with Corey B, internet sensation that smacked Paulie in the back of the head with some powder like Pinky from Friday. We got Chris Camillo that says, the silent gimmick would have been cool without all the excuses and accusation. He leaves the comfort of his favorite echo chambers and silence. What he did was duck tough talk and tough questions. Jada Real says, fuck old media. I would never give them another interview. I hear you, man. I hear you. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Who we got? Anybody else on the line? My Jimbe, what up? Yeah, what up, what up? What's good? Glad to have you back, man. Definitely needed these shows the last two days, but um, uh, good to see you out in the field, too. I definitely appreciate all the hard work. Um, Yo, but that being said, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought Fury won that press conference. 
he came in there, shirt off, uh, shadow boxing behind these two guys. Uh, Wilder not saying anything was just awkward. It looked like he was, to me, in my opinion, it looked like he was scared of Fury. Fury looked like the real savage out there. Like, he was ready to go down, throw down right there and then. My man coming with his sweater uh, tied to his waist like a nerd. Um, I don't know, man. It just did not look right, in my opinion. Not saying anything. How are you going to really sell the fight? Um, and then, to top it off, uh, I checked flight, hotel room, and tickets for my wife and I, $6,000. That's ridiculous. That's but, ridiculous, but, but bro. Tickets, That's how they treat us. But you're talking about tickets for the fight. Yes. Yeah, but yep. Six. Uh, take that off of the take the tickets off. How much is it to get to Vegas on that weekend? So obviously, you know, I did my my stay from uh, Thursday to Sunday, and it was three eighty seven a night at the win. Mm. Um, but still, you know, I, I, the the hotel didn't bother me. What bothered me was the price of the tickets fifteen hundred dollars for decent seats, not great seats. Decent, and that, bro. I mean, I don't know. It kind of, kind of put a, a a taste in my mouth that I was not, I was not okay with. And my wife is a Deontay fan. She's, you know, she's a casual, so she loves the knockouts. Um, and I was like, you know, this might be something. My my daughter's gonna be in DR, so we could go, we could go to Vegas for for a weekend. Not happening. I, I I'm not willing to spend six thousand dollars on a weekend. Uh, you know. To, to see these guys that I can see it in the comfortable, you know, in my house, comfortable, big screen, the whole night, maybe have a fight party. Um, I'm good. I'm good. But, yeah, man, another thing. Do you believe Fury when he says he's coming in 300 pounds to walk over this guy? I mean, we didn't believe him before, and he came in with that game plan. Um, you know, at this point, you can't not believe what he says, but – um. Yeah, I don't see how how it's gonna affect him. Like Fury, he's he's never shown signs of bad stamina. So more weight, uh, you know, he's just gonna be a bigger dude. I I don't think that he'll have poor stamina. You know, I don't think he's just gonna eat. I think they'll they'll put the weight on strategically. He's on the highest level. I don't think he's gonna be out here just eating to gain to three to get twenty five extra pounds. Plus, remember, he came into the last fight at 274. We don't know uh, if he's going to lose any weight. Like, maybe he had to lose to get the 274, and maybe they're going to work with the 300, you know, get him mobile and 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 fight ready at 300 versus, you know, uh, getting him to 274 by dieting and stuff like that. Because he was always big, and he can always get big quickly, obviously. It's, 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 yeah. You know. He got them love handles, bro. That shit is serious. Uh, I'm saying, though, he, he flat out said it, man. I gave these guys my game plan, and they couldn't do anything about it. I'm going to give it to them again. And, you know, and then he, he said, he told, he told Malik, I busted. Well, Malik said, you busted my eardrum. You know, like, I don't know, man. It just looked bad, in my opinion. It looked bad. But, Ness, that's all I got. Shout out to J-Mac. Glad to hear him back on the show. All right. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, listen, um, my Jimbe and anybody else, uh, keep looking at flights and 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 packages. You know, um, it looks like we we you know, like I said, we're putting in the universe. We want to do a fight party slash appreciation night. Um, actually, I need to 
Send that link to someone in Vegas. Shout out to Mac and Cheese in Vegas. Uh, we met up with him the last time I was in Vegas for the Haney fight. Um, he gave us that good old fire, and he thinks he might have a venue, and that's how it works, man. Putting it out into the TBV community, and the community shares it with the universe, and the universe and our God answers, man. Looks like we got a counterpunch from J-Mac. Let me make sure I don't got a, another one from someone else here. But J-Mac coming to you in a El Segundo. All right. J-Mac, what up? Yo, um, shout out to Majibe, but he know. The fight don't need to sell. It's, I mean, the fight already selling. That's why it's put on. We all know what happened in the first fights. We all know what was said. What have you? And it's funny when we were talking about Wilder not saying anything when he was quiet. Everybody was saying he should say something. Now he goes quiet. Now you saying he should say something. Wilder didn't say it all he needed to say. He been ridiculed for opening his mouth, firing his trainer, making excuses. Now he going and choose to go the silence route and just set a man down that he will get in the ring with for the third time and fight. And he's being ridiculed for it, which makes no sense to me because just because people want to operate out their own emotions and want people to respond how they think they will respond, which is not proven because people just say what they would do. And most people talk about shit that they're not really about. While they got on the stage with a guy he about to fight for the third time and chose to stare, down, stare him down in his face while he was up close and keep his energy wherever he needed to keep, Maybe he was using that as a uh, as something to keep him under control instead of unleashing the emotion he had. Who knows? But I don't know, man. Uh, if I think somebody a cheater, and I feel like mainstream media is twisting my words, why wouldn't I use a live press conference? as my platform to speak my truth that has been otherwise laughed at, uh, not taken seriously. Now I'm on the biggest level. Everybody's watching. Yeah. I mean, bring up those accusations, man. Bring that up. You know what I'm saying? Or at least something, you know, that's, that's all. But I guess not. I guess not. We'll see. Hopefully it translates in the ring. And in the ring, you know, um, he, you know, whatever he with, whatever he held back at the press conference, he unleashes it in the ring. Adrian in Wisconsin. What up? Just listening, Mr. Rowan. What's up? Yeah, I hear me? I hear you. Man, uh, I didn't get to see the press conference yet because I've been pretty busy um, post-Border Wars getting uh, back to my regular life, but uh, um, I just started listening to the show. Uh, I just want to shout uh, you out, Ness, for coming out to Wisconsin and making it uh, Border Wars what it was, man. Y'all really, uh, I mean, you touched it on the show, but y'all really had a whole community come together. I've had nothing but... Uh, People that I don't even know in the community coming up to me, thanking me for bringing you guys. Um, we got the front page of the newspaper, three pictures, talking about how we brought, we brought boxing back to Watertown. So 
Uh, shout out to you guys at the Boxing Voice. Um, it's a big deal. It's a big time thing. Um, I know that you've seen it down there, so that's that's what's up, man. I really I really appreciate it. Um, and to all the other people in the community who are now hitting you up to do it, uh, yeah, man, I want to see somebody. Uh, I want to see somebody do it better and improve on it. I mean, it was a really great event. Obviously, there are little things uh, that we would uh, change next time, but uh, it's cool to see a lot of y'all stepping up in the community and seeing that like. It takes a lot of work, but it can be done the way it's supposed to. And a big shout-out to everybody who traveled and came and fought in Wisconsin, knowing a lot of y'all kind of down Wisconsin and were hating on it, thinking it was going to be bad. You missed out. And uh, if you watched the video, you know you did. Um, so I just hope somebody else can do it just as big so I can come and fight and have the same experience that I gave everybody else, man. Uh, but that's all I got to say, man. Uh, y'all have a good one. I'm just going to tune in and listen. All right, brother. Thank you, obviously, for uh, inviting us out, making us believers, man. You said it would be what it was, and uh, it, it, it most it most certainly was um, official, man. We're going to go out to Hawk in Maryland. Hawk, what up? Yo, yo, what's up, TBV? What's up, Ness? What up? Oh, okay, you yeah, okay, I can tell you, you can hear me on that. Oh, okay, yeah, man, that, that, um, yeah, that interview, that, uh, that, um, yesterday, I don't know, I don't know too much of what Wilder could have said, he could have brought it all up, and Chelsea Fury would have fed off of it and threw it back at him in kind of ways, I don't know, it would have dragged on, I don't even know if it would have been a press conference if they had just been out there arguing, so, I don't know, I don't know. But I just hope uh, Wilder uh, handle his business when he get him up in that ring. That's for sure. As far as the uh, only thing that was wild for me, though, is um, that Teofimo Lopez, they saying he got the uh, coronavirus. But um, he had the only pay-per-view fight that was coming on this weekend against three other fights that were being showed on regular, you know, uh, channels. And now it seemed like they kind of, Showtime and zone and all of them kind of put them fights on on um after T.O. got this date, didn't they? Nah, man. T.O. pushed himself to this Cause date. Because he got this date switched from... Say that again? Because, you know, T.O.'s date was earlier than he switched it because of Floyd. Mm-hmm. And so when they switched it to this date... That's what I'm saying. T.O. switched his zone... date. So, so, so everybody was already on the 19th. T.O. the one made the mistake of coming to the 19th. Oh, okay, okay. I thought they had, like, put him on the, the, the you know, okay, with a cool, well, you right there. I was just wondering about that. Why would he put on a pay-per-view fight on the same weekend as all of the free fights? That that didn't even make sense to me. So that's the reason he got, you know, pushed back. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. They use so many excuses with these boxers now, man. Everybody got uh, mental issues and all kind of stuff going on when it comes to getting down to the fight. It'd be all behind money to me. It's like, you know, they wouldn't have made no money if he would have had that fight this weekend. That's just my opinion. As far as the wilder thing, man, I just I just want to see him in the ring. I just want to see him get in the ring. And uh that's my call. But man, I'm I'm seeing you work, man. You are off the chain as you are doing it, brother. Uh, all I can do is send you congratulations and man and hope you, you know, get to where is you where is where it is that you're trying to go. Because I can see you honestly are trying to get there, brother. So wish you the best, Ness. Thank you, brother. Appreciate I'm you. I'm out. 
Yeah, man. So people are saying, uh, like, oh, Wilder didn't need to say nothing. But a week ago, they were saying PBC and Ray Flores cut Wilder's live interview because he was speaking his truth, right? So which narrative is it? Did they cut his live interview because he was speaking his truth? Or he doesn't want to speak because like again you got the floor now now it's live it's everywhere everybody's watching everyone's tuned in it isn't just an instagram live with a couple of thousand people it's a couple hundred thousand people tuned in now so i mean you know you guys can make an excuse all you want steve what's up brother steve williams Now. Osiris Boxing. Ness, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Excellent. So I've missed most of the show, and I'm guessing we're talking about Wilder and Fury press conference, yeah? Yes, sir. Excellent. So, to be honest, the first thing I wanted to say is I was really surprised that Wilder kept silent, right? Now, Considering, I mean, think, you know, considering Wilder has been saying he's the king and everything, he's the king of his people and everything, how come a king goes to meet a foe and doesn't speak? Like, what message does that send? Right? It shows weakness. So if Wilder has any sense, he should come back and, I don't know, try and arrange another press conference and actually speak. You know, like, actions do matter. You know, so I hope... Whatever it is, I hope it works out for him. But it looked bad. That's my goal. All right. Uh, we got a super chat from Carlito in the UK. Four ninety nine pounds or four, yeah, whatever. He says, "I died when Fury said he busts both trainers and boxers' ears. May the best man win because they both getting squashed by Anthony Joshua." Two laughing out loud emojis. Uh, and we got Galito. I mean, uh, Ja the Real says YouTube channels are the ones selling the fights every single day. Boxers need to take note. Give the interviews to the people who support you. I hear you, Ja, but he still was on the biggest stage yesterday. So you know, you t you, you normally want to take advantage of the biggest platform, and you know, sell what you're selling. Uh, we're going out to Maldonado. What up? Yo, what's good, Ness? How's everything, bro? All good. Yo, um, that press conference was a huge, huge letdown. I thought I was expecting Wilder to approach Fury the way that Miguel Cotto did when he had that face-off with Margarito, but that shit was corny, man. I hope Fury knocks him out. Period. This week is a bad week for boxing, bro. Between that and then the the, the Tia Fimo fight going down, man, I really was having a good fight. You know party your man up. pulled out, man. Stop faking it, man. Yo, Ness, I'm going to be honest with you. And listen, I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. I feel the same way. I think it has something to do with the Thriller Network, man. Thriller? This month I think it is, got something to do with all yeah. that free boxing on Saturday. That's what I'm... No, no, not about... It's not... Bro, you got three month, cards. Month, you had three cards for free. You had yeah, ESPN, I know that. I know that. PBC, and, and fucking Matchroom. Yeah. 
and I just that this whole week is his fight week. No shine on that fight week because of the, the Wilder um the press conference. The, a lot of boxing this month, which is a beautiful thing for the fans. But I always said it. It doesn't make sense to have three pay per views in one month, bro. Even when we had HBO and Showtime, if HBO was gonna do a pay per view, Showtime would fall back, and vice versa. We got pay per view for the Tiafimo fight. We got pay per view for the Floyd fight. We got pay per view for the Javante Davis fight. That's a lot of pay per view, bro. I'm glad I ain't paid for that Floyd fight. But boxing is beautiful with the apps because you can take the fight anywhere you at. You know what I'm saying? But there's too many networks, too many pay-per-views, and now they're putting it on the same month as Pacquiao and Errol Spence. Oh my gosh, that fight should be on. That fight should have been on ESPN. But Bob, Aram, that's a whole that's a whole other conversation, man. But the truth is, that's not a pay-per-view fight. You know what I'm saying? But you know, drill a bit on that fight, so they're putting it on pay-per-view. Um, and which Charlo's fighting this week, by the way? Is it the big one or the little one? What? Yo, which Charlo brother's fighting this week? Because I don't really follow them like that. Which one is fighting? The big one. The biggest All right, fight so this of is not Saturday. The this is not the undisputed fight, right? Nah. This is not the one that's... Oh, yeah, that's not the biggest fight. That's a, that's a, that's a circus too, man. This, a definitely fight, a, man. this definitely a disputed fight. Um. I mean, undisputed. I'm talking about the um the char- the middle Charlo is the one that's going for undisputed at 154. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking forward to. This fight is a joke. Come on, man. Canelo fighting killer after cut killer. This guy fighting cut nobody. It. Man. Cut it. Cut it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Gado said, "Come back to him." What up? Yo, what's good? What up? All right. Uh. So, I disagree with uh, the fact that everybody's saying that uh, Wilder looked weak when he didn't say nothing. Um, I was expecting him to say something, but um, I don't know. Just because that didn't happen, I don't, I don't label him as weak. I think what was happening is um, he has a poor relationship with, uh, the, more, with the mainstream media. Um, you talking about it's the, it's the um, platform that he got to use. He's on the biggest stage, right? But that stage, that's how you looking at it. But he looking at it like this stage, these people, this mainstream media, these are the same people that ridicule me. He's the same people, like J-Max said, he's the same people that have nothing positive to say about what I'm doing. You understand what I'm saying? And um, I think that... Uh, ignore yeah, that. Yeah, that's time? No, nah, ignore that. Oh, uh, okay. Nah, so I think that uh, it's, just, it's they just got done dragging his name through the mud. You get what I'm saying? Like these are the same people that were saying uh, he shouldn't get the rematch. Same people telling him not to do his job. Now he's supposed to help them do theirs. You know what I'm saying? And you said he did seven interviews. Only interview I seen him do was with uh, Fred. You know what I'm saying? And Fred ain't had that energy. So I don't know what other interviews did he do. Guy, though, you're making excuses, man. I don't think I'm making excuses. I'm just saying that's his relationship with the media. Bruh, I think. Bro, let me tell you. Go something. ahead. Say what you got to say. Go let say me, what you got to say. Let me tell you something. First of all, it's not the same people because. Kevin Ioli isn't hosting this press conference, okay? Uh, Lance Pugmire isn't hosting this press conference. Stop that bullshit narrative. Whoever so is listening to, that's some bullshit. They don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. This is a live stream being streamed to the world on almost three platforms. Fox, 
top rank, and I forget where else, okay? Okay, so this is on. the only time, this is the only time he had to tell his truth to the entire world without being interrupted, without being filtered. So stop the lies, man. What are you uh, what are you saying? But somehow he already told his truth. In his mind, he already tried to tell the truth and nobody listened. What are you saying? Yeah, all right. Y'all didn't. All right, champ. All right. You know, you're gonna have to pay for a counterpunch for that, because I've given you all over your time. But that's not true, man. He told this truth on social media. That what what wh where where did he come out and say his truth? Was it during the Kevin Ioli interview? No. Was it during the Lance Pugmire interview? No. Where, where he told his truth? He told his truth on social media. And he told his truth on 78. And yeah, 78 does a great job of getting his word out there, but it only goes but so far. It only goes to whoever listens to 78 and runs with it, right? So no mainstream media ran with it, right? But if you say it live, what happens then? Aren't they forced to write about it? Aren't they forced to talk about it? Like, y'all just making excuses, but it's all right, man, whatever. <laughs> it's hilarious. Fucking weird. Uh, let's see here. Georgie, my man literally comes on. First of all, understand what we just had. He literally comes on and says, I wanted him to say something, but I understand. How the fuck do you understand something that you didn't want? You wanted the opposite. I want a hamburger, but I'm going to understand to eat this fucking cheese and bread. No, man. What are we talking about? <laughs> Crazy, man. Uh, let me go to... Who is available? Who is available? I'm actually buying time because I'm looking for this intro. Oh. Yo, first of all, let me say, I don't pay showtime to see you all damn not even putting in a goddamn motherfucking effort. If I want to see some motherfucker just fight, I think I'm going to fight with somebody in the street. Mm. Don't need that shit. You don't love that sport, my dude? Just move along. Gone. Fuck you. Man, what a great show. Thumbs up, donate. Hey, yo! What's happening, people? Georgie Porgy. Until this day, Mr. Gibbs. Figure it. ¿Qué es lo que está pasando con ese maldito diablo que está callado ahora? Ah, muchacho. <laughs> Listen, bro. Shout out to DR. PR. Wepa Boricua. Aquí estamos. While this child, while he's quiet, he's quiet because he ain't got all the choice. All this until this day. And I'm the new fucking Muhammad Mali. And these the fucking. Why are you saying shit? Because you got a master. The mafias. You know you cannot open your mouth and fuck up this fight. So when it's time to when it's time to say your truth, that you get the time to put it out there in the spotlight, what do you choose to do? You sold out. You sold out. Same spirit that betrayed the ancestor. Shout out to the real Moors. We here, Kim Phillips, 
check it out. I got nothing else to say about this man. I've seen everything, all the lies and all the bullshit. And by the way, he got the wrong game plan because he got killed by a thousand fans. That's what Karen, and you see what? Malice Club doing what? They don't even train properly. They're not training for timing. They ain't getting the shit sharp. He's going to have to fight. When he fights Fury, he's going to have to fucking shoot with him. Trade punches at the same time. And his timing and choppers is not there. Fury is better. He think he's going to go there and rest in him. Fury's going to hit you and then grab you. That's a wrap. I'm out and shout out to the UK, the USA. Yeah, I'm out. Gado, counterpunch. Yeah, bro. All right, first off, yes, nigga. I can understand something. I mean, I can expect something, right, or want something out of somebody, and then they look at it a different way, and yes, I can understand that. Yes, that's something I have the ability to do. So if you don't, then you need to start, you need to start trying to do shit like that, right? Secondly, um, when I say mainstream media, it's like... And he told his truth. First, let me ask you this: If you if he didn't tell his truth, how do you know it? How do you know? How do you know how he feels then? If he didn't tell his truth, because I'm a hardcore boxing fan. Okay, so so what you saying is he has to appease? He has to appease everybody and tell them what it, he already tried. Listen, hold on, listen. He already tried to tell them. He already tried to put his story out there, and he was met with bullshit. So in his mind, I mean, how I'm seeing it. In his mind, if he continues to put his story out there, it's just going to continue to be more bullshit, more bullshit. And as I remember it, this didn't even come out as a big story until they start saying the Fury was trying to fight AJ. He just wanted to fight the whole time. He came out and said that I wasn't even going to say nothing. And this whole little monologue, he said, I wasn't even going to say nothing. I just wanted you in the ring. I want you to do it to you in the ring. He said that. He said that a year ago. Hello? Hello? I'm just letting your time run out, bro. I'm not going to interrupt you. I, I mean, I, I said that. You can respond. I'm done. So, uh, again, I'm a hardcore fan. So, his truth fell on deaf ears. We always going to buy the fight. That's why Bob is on record saying he don't care about hardcores. It's casual fans. It's the real world that needed to know. You talk about why am I going to say this and why am I going to say that? Forgetting the level of the accusation. You're saying a man put an egg weight in the glove. And now because you got the fight, I'm just going to be silent. I, I'm not. It's okay that he cheated because I got the fight. It's like Kodo. It's not okay that you cheated and we can still fight. No, it's okay you cheated because I got the fight. That You guys are, are just like, stop it. Stop it. Just stop. Do you hear what you sound like? If the man cheated, he cheated. No, it's either he did cheat, but we cool with his cheating because now we got our fight. Come on, bro. You sound silly as hell, man. Like, come on, man. You told the world he put an egg weight in his glove and dented your head. He, you said he dented your head. Why wouldn't you use this right now to show the world that this dude is a fucking cheater? A man tried to kill you and it's cool all of a sudden. 
You sound crazy paying to defend that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. He tried to kill me. It's cool because I'm going to get mine's back in the ring. All right. No problem. One of the fighters is going to lose, and no matter what, Don King's going to win. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's in America, man. That's enterprise. I didn't write the rules. I revolutionized the pay scale in boxing. I paid fighters more money than anyone in the history of the sport. That is a true fact. You know what I mean? That has been done. So, what I all only I could be guilty of is hitting them in the head with $100 bills, giving them dignity, pride, and a lot of money. So now, whatever it is, is more than what they could get from any adversary of mine. Otherwise, they wouldn't be with me. Yeah. Hey, uh, am I clear? Am I clear? I got good service? Yeah. Yeah, shout out Tabo, Riddick Bo, Bo Mack, Bo Jackson. Shout out James Payne Lethal. Shout out the whole boxing voice, Mario Munguil. Shout out Show Kid. All the guys, man. Sir Bishop, pound for pound. What a killer. What a performance. Shout out all those guys, man. If I miss your name, shout out you too. You know, uh, I liked the press conference yesterday. I checked it out. I ain't really heard much of today's show. I kind of feel the vibe based off the last two calls, which I heard. But I'm cool with uh, what all occurred yesterday. The stare down was epic. Uh, I'm glad Wilder not playing around and shit, though. I will say that. I'm glad he ain't all that playing. When I move, you move. All that dancing and stuff they did before. Uh, Fury not one of the guys you want to be friendly with prior to the fight because he like to joke around. I like Fury a lot, but he kind of gets you out of your uh, mind frame and bring you into his uh, mind games. You feel me? Uh, if you if you and allow. That's why Wilder had headphones so he ain't have to hear Fury. Yeah, he ain't had to hear it. He ain't had to deal with it because Fury uh, expert shit talk. He the king of that man. He a he a freaking genius when it comes to shit talking and I love it. I be stealing his shit. I use his shit in my day-to-day -day life, the shit he say. But we ain't had to deal with that. And then even uh, to this day, all that, he be blowing his load prior to the fight doing all that shit. So save it up and when it come time to get in the ring, man, do your damn thing. Shout out Don King. Shout out Roger Mayweather. Only in America, baby. Only in America. Uh -huh. Border Wars 12. We coming soon to a venue near you. I'm out. We got what rep it? What up? What's up? Um, I see you working. You're doing it. You're doing everything uh, spectacular. Uh, uh, they should have done what you said. Uh, what you? I saw a term you're using a lot during your your border wars, uh, Wayne, which is keep it spicy. You wanted to keep it. You wanted it spicy. So that would have been nice for the fans around the world if, if Wilder would have kept it spicy. Um, there's one thing that I saw missing, though. Um, what happened to Wilder's uh, coach, the the, the uh, JDs? Why did why was he on the panel? Why was he on the stage? Because you know why, man. The coach is Malik Scott. Yeah, so I thought... I thought, in my opinion, I thought they didn't have him on stage because they didn't want him answering. They were trying to control the whole narrative where they didn't want even to go to the, anything of the uh, of the allegations versus well, versus uh, Fury. So they didn't even want him around because he was the one that was checking the gloves, right? That's what I thought. Um, and uh, I'm also kind of like, 
I have a question. How come he doesn't? How come he doesn't allow the people who used to be in his in his in his uh, in his circle to do interviews? I saw him do an interview with uh, Ellie Segback yesterday. Uh huh. And I know for sure you were in camp with him, right? Uh huh. How uh -huh. come he? How come he's not letting you in the, the camp and stuff like that? Uh, I could only assume because I'm the only one saying things like I wanted him to speak and uh, I wanted him to say his truth on uh, at the press conference. You know, I'm 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 the only one not just being an echo chamber. Unlike the Brotherhood, who believes the exact opposite with the super chat, who says, "Let's be honest, Ness, you just find an angle to hate on Wilder because you ain't." One of the guys that got in an exclusive interview with him. I mean, Mr. Brotherhood, that would be correct if any of the interviews I ever did with Wilder got like a million, let's say, right? Let's set the bar at a million, right? We like to say if you're a pay-per-view star, if you do a million views, let's set that there. Uh, my alliance with Wilder was strictly because I loved him. He was a great guy, and he still is a great guy. You know, I, I could never put myself in his shoes and understand how it is to, to go through everything that he went through. So, you know, um, it is what it is. I'm just, you know, I, I ask questions. I've always done it. I bring your questions as well. You have to remember that. People think this is a nest thing. Understand... Uh, understand uh, that when when Ness used to go to the camp, Ness used to bring 30 questions from people around the world, maybe. The man would never not answer your questions. I would get to Alabama and he would answer every single Patreon question that was there. So um, it's not like I've been denied access. You've been denied access. It was some of those cringy questions, right? That maybe he's like, you know what? We're not going to ask all that shit because they are going to say, uh, where's your proof? Ness will bring a Patreon question from Sam in the UK or Carlito the hater, right? Not Sam, but Carlito be like, yo, in, in such and such day, you said X, Y, Z, you know? Uh, so, so you guys could put it on me because you need a villain, you can make it me because you need a villain, but remember that it is the, the hundreds of patrons that we have that um, I make sure to deliver their questions to every single fighter that I interview. You know? So, um, again, make it about me if that's what makes you sleep at night and things like that. Uh, but yeah. We got a couple of callers here. We're going to keep going out to the phone lines. Actually, let me double check. I ain't leave anybody super chat behind. Um, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We, 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 we got, uh, if you have a single doubt before the fight. All right. Boxing expert. Um, wait. Nope. Nope. Damn. 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 Ja the Real, I think we went to that one. And he said, uh, YouTube channels are the ones selling fights every single day. Boxers need to take notice and give the interviews to the people who support you. Shout out to Ja the Real. The Brotherhead says, Tio Filmo Lopez realized he ain't a draw and crawl back to Bob. 
and then we got C Dub that says, "People say male or mall. You can see the difference. Laugh a lot. You definitely can see the difference. It's very, very simple." Carlito in the UK back with another one that says, AJ took hella criticism after his defeat. He didn't sulk and hide and act like a man and, and handle yours. Um, no, he said didn't sulk and hide, period. Act like a man and handle yours. And that's another thing. See, uh, these Wilder fans, they don't like to be told the truth. When AJ lost, we laughed our ass off. We, 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 we celebrated and it was cool. It was cool. Everything AJ did, we was on it. Oh, look at the way he was chewing his mouthpiece. Oh, look, he got a sports psychologist. Oh, this, oh, that, oh, that. And it's cool to do it to AJ. It ain't cool to talk about Wilder. Y'all some fucking weirdos, man. If y'all want to call that, like, loyalty, okay. That's what that's called, okay. <laughs> I see weirdo, you know. How, how could you... Laugh at one dude, but it's not funny for the other one. <laughs> Boxing expert says, if you have a single doubt before the fight, you already lost the war. Floyd Mayweather. Also, remember when you called me a gata hater? I've said it. A gata hater. I mean, you are a bit of a Charlo hater, bro. You can't talk about the Charlos like... Maybe Jamal's career at 160 isn't the best, but Canelo's career at 140 and 140 isn't 140 and 147 isn't the best. Uh, you know, it's just everyone has a division where they're not popping, or a time in their career where they're not popping. You got to get hot. Until you get hot, you won't get hot. Gado comes back and says, "Bro, he said he only wanted to fight." Out of his own mouth, you upset, you feel like he should do some, he don't feel that way, but you, POV, point of view, don't outrank his, your point of view don't outrank his, um, okay, champ, <laughs> okay, you know, whatever, man, um, all I know is I've made a career off the internet so i understand numbers i understand algorithms analytics uh and, and 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 how to move things he wanted to get something out to the world and that's why he took to his social media that's all if you wanted to die there then let it die there if you wanted to grow and catch fire you spread the word of that but Whatever, you're defending and you continue to pay to defend. Again, you're saying that he should stop saying that Fury tried to kill him by putting an egg weight in the glove. That's what you're, I just want to be clear. That's what you're basically saying. Like, why say that again is what you're saying, Ness, right? Okay, that's the case. Now I get it. I don't get it, but now I get it. You know? Cool. Crystal just sending some love, two pounds out there in uh, the Juke. Thank you for, for the love, Crystal. We got CK in Cincinnati. What up? That's not CK. Damn, you just dropped off. Oh, shit. Oh, no, there he goes. There he goes. CK, what up? What's up, brother, man? How are you? Great show. Hey, um, like you just said, you, great up, you brought up good points. 
And like you said, your integrity can't be um, can't be questioned because you was right there giving us the best Deontay Wilder interviews. You were 78. Y'all gave us the best, and you always asked the tough questions. You never was like, uh, I mean, you know, you was a fan. You was a, on his side, but you always asked tough questions. 90 but seconds. You brought up a good point about how AJ took the uh, loss. And when I seen Wilder laughing at AJ lose, Ness, I felt like, damn. That made me think Wilder had doubts that he could beat AJ because I remember when Tyson lost to Hol- lost to Douglas, Holyfield was not happy, but Wilder was happy when AJ lost to Ruiz. That made me think. It, it, it showed it put doubts in me like, damn, he must. Why would he be happy about losing that type of money, Deontay Wilder, when when, when he lost to Ruiz? No, and 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 you see. I'm I'm a villain, but when he lost to Ruiz, Wilder said, "Oh, you see, he wasn't a real champion." Right, and that was wrong, and I knew he was wrong. He's not. He's messing up his integrity by saying statements like that. He's supposed to hum- be humble himself and say, "Nah, it'll be all right, AJ. You would get it back." But you let your personal issues show hatred toward a brother, and you paid the white dude to beat your ass. You see what I'm saying? We own your set. We rooting for you. But you paid Tyson Fury to whoop your ass. You said, I'm betting on myself. Now, like Ness said, don't get quiet now. You missed the Ten seconds. So you quiet at the press conference because you can't say anything. Because you made excuses. And remember, before the fight, you say no excuses. But then after you get your ass whooped, you make 1,346 excuses. You can't do that. You just do it like AJ. AJ showed you how to lose. And that's another thing, man. Like, if you're saying mainstream media twisted your words, well, this is the opportunity to get on the podium and be like, I just want to take this time to say I never said the suit was heavy. That was Kevin Ioli. He twisted my words. What I said was X, Y, Z. I just want to take this time to say I never said uh, Mark Breland spiked my water or I did say Mark Breland sparked my water. I just want to take this time to say that I never said Anthony Durrell or Andre Durrell convinced Breland to throw in a towel or Breland was convinced by them to throw in a towel. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there was room here to set the record straight. You could have set the record straight while setting the press conference on fire, which would have caused... That action is a direct reaction of people buying tickets and, and, and buying a pay-per-view and doing fight parties. We're talking about less than 30 days or a little bit more than 30 days of promotion. What do we, we got in this month? Is it 30 days in June? So we got, what, 14 left? And then another 30 for July? Not even because it's on the 24th day? Like, what, what are we talking about? Acting like we don't need the promotion. You know what I'm saying? People want to villainize me, make me a villain. Motherfucker, I buy every pay-per-view. You cheap bastards be fucking using uh, streams. So stop it. You understand? Don't make me the villain. I, I want proper promotion for this fucking fight. Let's make it big. There's definitely supposed to be a storyline here. Are we going to bury the storyline all of a sudden? Come on, man. Bunch of crybabies out here. Uh, Matt, I think this machine gun. You know I played your intro for your brother and shit, bro. 
So you kind of got robbed of your intro today. Let me double check. Is this you? Show is... It is. What up, champ? Yeah, no, I heard that earlier, man. I, I let it slide because my brother. I let that one slide. <laughs> but, but, uh, I'm with you, bro. I mean, it's just like, you said all these things. And not, not only to the fact that, like, you had all these accusations. You said he did this, that, and the third. This was your one press conference to promote this fight. And to me, kind of like I said this yesterday, how the press conference ended is kind of, what let 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 us know a stand it's up to us now it's up to us again to promote a fight for these for these guys not for wilder fury essentially but for for boxers that don't want to make the noise you know we understand it's a high caliber fight it's, it's gonna it's gonna be big no matter what but this was your one chance to put a lot more eyes on this espn fox top rank tbc they were all playing this for you and you really did nothing with it and the I didn't I didn't like the silence because I along with everybody else was getting ready for Wilder to say something. You coming out with your headphones, a mask, and shades shows me a father that 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 aren't interested in, in being timid about seeing another man you've seen twice before. That I'm not gonna say he's afraid because he fought him twice before. This is the same dude you've seen. It's just this tells me that this dude's still in your head. They had to put you had to put the muzzle on because you know Fury. I was already ready for what you were going to say. And then to a quick point, I feel like Bob and the top rank lady, they were top rank side was ready for everything that Wilder was going to say because they were trying to egg on Hell yeah, that's another thing. They ain't even have a mouthpiece for him there. Bob just is like, oh, he got beat in the first fight and then he got pulverized in the second fight. It's like, Anybody going to stick up for Wilder? This shit was crazy to me, man. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. They, they dropped the ball on a little couple levels here, on my opinion. But, yeah. So, Ja the Real with a super chat says, How do you hurt old media? Shh. You don't talk. <laughs> that, yo. How do you shoot yourself in the foot? Shh. You don't talk. How do you not sell pay-per-views? Shh, you don't talk. How do you not let people know you're fighting? Shh, you don't talk. How long has it been since this last fight? Over a year. Yeah, the right thing to do is not talk. If the right thing to do was not talk, do you think they would have had a physical press conference or a virtual one? You guys sound so dumb. You don't understand business and you don't even know what it takes and how much money it takes to make a fucking press conference. If they were going to be in cahoots with Wilder on not speaking, they would have done a virtual press conference like they did for Jamal Charlo. Jamal Charlo had no real press conference with food for the media and, and chairs and air conditioning and, 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 and tickets and fucking... Airline tickets in hotel rooms. What the hell are you talking about? Silly, billy, zombies. You dudes are zombies. Yo, AJ had protectors, but you guys are zombies. Zombies, man. Seriously. Fucking weird. Anybody else on Blog Talk want to press one and get it off your chest? This is the time to talk right now. Uh, if not, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Let me double check the super chats, make sure I ain't leave anyone behind. 
And it looks like I do. So I got KDDR who says a MRI or an X-ray image of Wilder's head proving the dent would have been enough. Not even that. The only presser and nothing more than a single sentence shaking my head. And this is what I'm saying. But 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 if we turn on and, and we do a show on Crawford, everybody will be calling and say, oh, Crawford don't say shit, man. He, he barely talk, man. He don't talk enough. He don't promote himself. Tell you, straight weirdos. R. Jonesy says, I'm paying because I fucks with the show. That's first. And I'm not saying why I don't think it's weakness. That's all. You the one trying to make it wrong versus right, dog. Um, I mean, I guess, yes, I want to make it wrong versus right because there is a right way to promote and there's a wrong way to promote. Floyd never went to a press conference and said one sentence and he has the best pay-per-view numbers in history. So like he said, let's follow the green print. Is that fair? Because I'm sure if I quote Floyd, I won't get hated on. You know what I'm saying? So we got uh Ja the Realist. Oh, but you said that. We said that. We said that. All right. And I think that is it on the phone calls. My Jean Bed Boomerang, what up? Hey Ness. What up? I, I was just gonna say the same thing, like, you know, Floyd would have never Kept his mouth shut. No, he he's has gonna never. sell that paper. Forget he would have never. He has never. Oh. And now you know people are saying, "Oh, well, Canelo, Canelo's now talking. He's always talked. It's just always been in Spanish. You know, he talked to uh, his fans or you know the Mexican people. But now he understands. I think he also understands. Listen." I got to do some of this promoting because I don't really have a promoter, even though he does with Eddie. Um, and he understands now that talking is what sells a fight. It's it's the entertainment business, not the staying shut business. You know, <laughs> I mean, nah, Jake, I don't know, Jake Paul and Logan Paul got the got got their big deals because they were quiet. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. Uh, another thing I I, I want to say is just that. You know, these people that are making it, uh, you know, hardcores that are making it a race issue, I don't understand why. Like, you know, Fury has never said anything negative or anything like that or attacked them for being uh, African-American. I don't I don't understand why us as hardcores like that, that type of stuff. Like, I don't know. I always thought just leave, leave it out of boxing, especially if you're a hardcore. We watch the fight because we love it. I mean, listen, there's not, I mean, depending on which angle they're going with, I don't know, you know, like we sell Mexican versus black and Mexican versus Puerto Rican. What's the difference between white versus black? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, 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 it's in boxing as long as they don't get toxic with it, you know, but, but, but that boxing has been built off Mexico versus Puerto Rico and, 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 uh, and Floyd made a career off of Mexico versus black. You know, so why not um, African American? Like th- th- that's like, it's just part of boxing. And I think, uh, I think someone has like a beef with Ireland, right? Like I don't know who, but I'm I'm pretty sure there's a there's a rivalry there too. Is the right word rivalry? Uh, 
between those two countries. Um, but yeah. Um, bop, 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 bop. He got some pop, 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 pop. I think that's everybody. Next GTO, Instagram and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. Peace.